Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hey parents, Jack and Claire's Children's Boutique in Oxford features the latest brands of baby and children's clothing, shoes, toys, and accessories. Check out Jack and Claire's Facebook page too. Jack and Claire's Children's Boutique, West Jackson Avenue next to Belk. This is Gerard Gibbert and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. The JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Real talk for real Mississippians. Now, here's your host, JT. JT. everyone and welcome to the JT show Super Talk Mississippi It would be Monday the start of a new week March the 8th morning Rhino Howdy howdy We made it to another work week We did indeed Gerard Gibbert Rhino in the studio guiding you through the middle of your day with facts fodder and fine music All Not always in that order Exactly. Not uh, necessarily in that order. You know, last week we talked about the possibility of buying the old Godfather Mansion, $119 million. That being if, in fact, you were a brother involved in the development of the Birkenstock. Say it for me. Birkenstock. There you go. Much, much better with the German accent. Uh, than I. Well, today, if you had a couple of extra coins sitting around, you could, in fact, participate in the bidding on the world's first tweet. That tweet, of course, posted by the founder and CEO of Twitter, the one and only Jack Dorsey. The tweet came out in 2006, and there is currently an auction underway on Valuables. That's a digital platform. Well, of course it is. (laughs) That, That allows for the buying and selling of tweets autographed by their creators. I'll have to admit, until I got wind of this story, this news, did not know such a site existed. Anywho... Jack's first tweet, he said, just setting up my Twitter, a T-W-T-T-R, in the familiar abbreviated style, right? So we've got more characters now. Correct. Started Double out Double the characters. Yeah. 40? Was that right? When it started out? Does that seem... 140. Good? 140? Yeah, it's 140 characters, and now it's at 280. Okay. I knew there was a 40 in there. Not a big tweeter user. Much more active on Facebook. Maybe that's because I'm too verbose. That doesn't work as well. So, I think it's now being auctioned off for the top bid, at least. $2.5 million, if you want Dorsey's tweet. What do you think about that? That's 
That's just another one of those, what are they calling them now, non-fungible tokens? <laughs> NFTs, that's yeah. right, baby. Crypto art. Tesla, by the way, he's all over the NFTs. He said something about that today. He, he's like single-handedly driving the crypto market. It's crazy. Well, I tell you, one person that could, in fact, afford Mr. Dorsey, Dorsey's first tweet, and that would be Mackenzie Scott. You know who she is, right? Jeff Bezos' ex-wife. Correct. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Overnight philanthropist. Correct. She's seen the light. She's a billionaire, I think the second wealthiest female on this here planet. So she's remarried. I'm, I like, I want to say like to a chemistry teacher or something. Does that sound right? It's a, I know it's a teacher. I've just seen the headlines that said Seattle teacher. I, I, I didn't want to click on them. That's it. You, did, <laughs> you didn't take the bait, in other words, huh? <laughs> teacher at the private lakeside school, Mr. Dan Jewett. Okay. She's given extensively. Seattle science teacher. Okay. I said chemistry. I told you about old sister Anacleta, right? My chemistry teacher, who was a little... German nun, really smart. Chemistry is the way. I don't know if I said that with the proper German style there. Chemistry. You got to go and learn your chemistry. That's what she used to say. Yes, sister, got it. Anyhow, the man promptly declared he plans to help give away most of their wealth to charity. <laughs> it's crazy. So, some of the causes to which Miss Scott contributes include the YMCA, the YWCA, food banks, historically black colleges and university, also donates to organizations which support women's rights, LGBTQ, there's more in that string now, isn't there? That series. It's beyond LGBTQ. I think there's more. I see, usually see plus. Yeah, the plus is the umbrella term. If you, if you didn't get in by the time the T got tacked on, they're just going to put you in the plus. <laughs> well, it's however and you it's identify. It's all to avoid accidentally putting the P on the end of it and offending everybody. Oh, but they're geez. trying as hard as they can. <laughs> LGBTQ equality and efforts to fight of course, climate change and racial inequities. So, it's pretty far reaching goals. Yep. Her influence was evident in a report released jointly last week by the groups Candid and the, and the Center for Disaster Philanthropy. The groups found that. Boy, that's some buzzword salad. <laughs> Disaster philanthropy. <laughs> I bet that's about as representative in a name or, or as reflective in a name of what the true undergirding investments or how they are diverted and allocated, kind of like the Equality Act and the For the People Act and the American Rescue Plan. 
These naming people are pretty cool. They're pretty slick with all that stuff, aren't they? <laughs> they know how to name stuff. They were married. Now, I didn't know this. Bezos and, and Miss Scott were married for 25 years. Hmm. That's a long time. The groups found that $4 billion of the $6 billion that Miss Scott gave away last year could be considered pandemic response, which accounted for nearly three-quarters of COVID-19-related giving by billionaires and other high-net-worth individuals. So, there you go. All you need is a few billion, and you, too, can give it away to such noble and worthy causes, such as candid, whatever in the world that is. What was the other one? The philanthropy. <laughs> disaster <was>. philanthropy. <laughs> Center for Disaster Philanthropy. That's probably CFDP for short. you got to have the obligatory acronym, right? <laughs> Thomas and Greenwood says, lucky science teacher. Yeah, he's probably uh, got a couple of more coins in his pocket than he did before he got uh, married to Miss Scott, the former Miss Bezos. Yeah, I don't imagine they're going to be hurting for money while they work together to spend their wealth and give it to charity. No. And let me be clear. I don't begrudge Jeff Bezos' wealth whatsoever. I've he, got nothing against her. Me either. Her income at this point. But, I mean, she was with Bezos before Amazon. Correct. She, they, they had nothing together, and then they built something together. And she stuck with him until he decided he wanted to step out on her. So, I mean, he brought it on himself having to give her all that money. I think it's fantastic. I mean, it's look, you don't want, you don't want Bezos to continue to rack up wealth? Quit using their stuff. It's real simple. And like we've discussed before, you think those easy purchases you make on the apps for all the stuff you can buy. That's not where his wealth's being made. It's being made, like we've said before, on AWS, the cloud services. And all you got to do is pick up your phone or go to your browser. And if you're using any of those applications and browsing anything on the Internet, I guarantee you some of that data, if not a good portion of it, is traversing its way through Bezos' property. That's how it works. And it works pretty dang good. And most of that, by the way, is free. You just got to deal with all the ads and stuff. That's the, way, that's the model. Small price to pay. Until somebody comes up with a different one, it's going to be around for a while. Correct. And while I'm sitting here, I get a notification on my email that my Amazon order just shipped. <laughs> I think I bought some Swiffer pads or something for the house. <laughs> $9. We'll take a break right here. We'll come back with more here on the JT Show. we got David Blunt, the senator from District 29, coming up at 11. Stay with us. We will continue. You know, when reality sets in and you hear those words, we're moving, creates lots of emotions. 
Gallo here. Been there, done that. No matter the reasons, you want two things, don't you? Sell it for the highest price and sell it as fast as possible. Lee Garland, the Garland Group of EXP Realty, they've got it down to a science of success. From professional agents with thousands of active buyers to a Garland Group guarantee to sell your home quickly and for the top dollar. Just ask Bob and Sharon who heard the words, we're moving. They called and the Garland Group of EXP Realty went to work with an explosive marketing campaign, including a professionally produced virtual tour. Their home sold in just days and for $2,500 over the list price. Lee Garland gives you the options like instant cash offer with no showings, no repairs or hassles, just cash. So after you utter the words, we're moving, call my friend Lee Garland on the Garland Group of EXP Realty. 601-983-1130 and check him out online at LeeWillBuyIt.com That's LeeWillBuyIt.com COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide key technology solutions to power your business, like temperature kiosks, smart security systems, backfile scanning, managed IT services, digital lockers, and more. RJ Young will help you to ensure safety and productivity in the workplace. To learn more, visit rjyoung.com COVID. Are you an employee or employer in search of flame-resistant clothing that'll protect your arms and legs but won't cost you an arm and a leg? Well, ESI Supply has you covered, literally, with full coveralls, button-down long sleeves, two-button cotton pullovers, and jeans to go with them. ESI Supply is your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. If we don't have it, we can get it at prices that won't burn the pocketbook. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. And online at ESISupply.net. ESI Supply, your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. It's the open house event of the year at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service on Old Fan and Road in Flowood. For just two days, Friday, March 12th and Saturday, March 13th, the entire staff at RJ's will be profiling every boat and inventory to the public. Special incentives will be offered on select models in stock for just two days. Factory reps will also be on hand to answer any of your questions. RJ sells top-of-the-line boat brands like Skeeter Performance Fishing Boats, Bennington Luxury Pontoon Boats, G3, War Eagle, and Express Aluminum Fishing Boats. All the brands that RJ's carries are powered by Yamaha Outboards. From the ultra-portable Yamaha F2.5 to the mighty Yamaha F425 XTO, you won't find a better outboard on the market. Also on site will be reps from Humminbird Depth Finders and Mencota Trolling Motors. Don't forget to drop in before or during the event to register for a chance to win a G3 boat with a Yamaha Outboard package. Drawing held on Saturday, RJ's Outboards Annual Open House, Friday, March 12th and Saturday, March 13th, 1208 Old Fannin Road at the Reds. Richard Cross, be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Hey, hey. Do you have an opinion on something you heard from JT or Rhino? Go ahead, grab your phone and text it to them. You can text at 601-879-4395. 601-879-4395. The JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone the jt show continues here on super talk mississippi gerard gibbard in the chair along with my good friend rhino safely ensconced 
in the Super Talk producers booth, spinning the tunes, keeping us straight, wowing us with facts. And it is Monday, my friend. Long week ahead. And we're laughing at the marketing of British companies. <laughs> Don't well, go ahead and well, tell British us branches about it. of American companies. We had a text on it here. Uh, uh, let's see, I don't know who sent it to us, but it was about the, yeah, Rob from Pontotoc. Y'all see Burger King's tweet yet? Go ahead, Rhino. Yeah, so we were talking about selling the first tweet and it being a non-fungible token and how it's going to have value. I wonder how much value this tweet will have in the future, if it even survives into the future, because <laughs> it's probably going to get deleted at some point by a marketing exec. Canceled, not deleted. Oh, yeah, because if you haven't already seen it, Burger King UK, the the British variant of Burger King, which I'm, I guess they have fish and chips at the Burger King. I reckon I don't know. But they tweeted out, oh, about three o'clock this morning. Women belong in the kitchen. That's all it said. That's all it said. So when you click on it, because inevitably the the outraged masses with thin skin and weak wills are going to click on it in a tizzy. When you click on it, the reply right below that is a thread from Burger King UK. It says, if they want to. So women belong in the kitchen if they want to, of course, yet only 20% of chefs are women. We're on a mission to change the gender ratio in the restaurant industry by empowering female employees with the opportunity to pursue a culinary career. And it's hashtag International Women's Day. So this is, this is their brilliant idea for International Women's Day. And then they followed it up two hours later. We are proud to be launching a new scholarship program which will help female Burger King employees pursue their culinary dreams. Hmm. Once again, I'm just got to say it. Let's be honest about it. So, from Burger King's perspective, the quality, the taste of the food and its marketability is irrelevant. What's relevant is who's making it, right? That's what it seems like. That's all that matters. Who's making this food? Nothing else matters. Just incredible. And that's where the, the way we've become, what we've become, I should say, in our society, where merit and quality and performance and value proposition and value contribution those characteristics, those attributes, are not considered. The only thing that is considered is who you are, what you are, actually, in this case. I got to tell you, I, I came across a report this weekend, and it disturbed me deeply. I'm just going to say it. And it was a whistleblower who revealed some documents from one of the big four accounting firms in this country. Now, back when I was a young buck coming out of school, majoring in accounting, the goal is to position yourself to get an offer from one of the big eight firms at the time. There's big four now, been a lot of consolidation. You wanted to interview and land that offer because that pretty much punched your career ticket. You could stay with a firm and work your way up. And the way those firms work, you don't get to a point and level out. It's up or out. You either make it to the top, to partner level, 
or you just you're sort of rooted out by, through natural activities, I guess. You either just don't make it, or they let you go, and they figure out, yeah, you're not cut out for this. There's been lots of consolidation through the years of those firms. I work for Arthur Anderson, but not in the accounting audit tax division. Those are the big practices within those firms. I worked in the consulting division because I, I didn't want to do auditor tax work, and I, I really had an affinity for what was computers back then, mainframe systems. And they would hire you straight out of school to go do that. They were the only firm, because they were the only firm that actually dug down beyond just consulting to the point of producing documents. Here's your document. Go figure it out. But actually implementing, designing, implementing, implementing very sophisticated systems for large organizations. That's what I did. Well, E&Y is one of those firms. It used to be Ernst and Ernst, and they and they merged with Arthur Young, one of the other firms, to become Ernst and Young a long time ago. And so they they're woke, baby. They are totally woke. So it's not okay, says management at E and Y. And this is from an email from the managing partner of E and Y. Uh, let's see, looking for yeah, Kelly Greer, G-R-I-E-R. She says, it's not okay to just be against racism or not be a racist, I should say. You've got to be against it, and you've got to show it in your actions. The email claims that systemic racism permeates... America and the violence against Blake. This was, you remember that Jacob Blake incident in Kenosha, Wisconsin. It's been, by the way, subsequently determined that Blake was wielding a knife at police officers before he was shot. It wasn't just an indiscriminate shooting of Blake because he was a black person minding his business. He was out to hurt somebody with that knife, that being the police officers. And so she said it's just blatant disregard for the value of black lives. She explicitly called on employees to become anti-racist. And she says it's not enough just to not be racist. So in other words, you're, you're not absolved of your penance. There's no atonement in just acting right, treat, treating people respectfully, Treating all with the with human dignity, that ain't enough. You gotta be anti. And she says the depths of tragedy inflicted on every one of, in every one of these situations is unbearable, as is the cumulative impact of the bias and the disregard for the value of black lives. I have said this before, but it bears repeating. It's not enough to be not racist. We need to speak out and take action. And at ENY, I resolve to do and to be just that is stronger than ever. Those of us with privilege must do more than expressing regret and sorrow from the sidelines. She's pushing anti-racist and critical race theory in the organization. 
She says that the company is committed to rooting out systemic racism. It's created an anti-racism microsite available to employees on its website where they can share their personal stories and experiences and find resources to learn. And so she goes on to say it's pretty long and really damning disclosure from inside. It says they will be assessing alignment of political contributions to match their commitment to anti-racism. They have a PAC, the EY PAC. They donated to approximately 242 Democrats and 218 Republicans. And they have now an internal pushback uh, from employees who find the company's commitment to diversity a disguise for discrimination. Wow. According to complaints filed through the company's Human Resources Department, the company has responded to complaints by affirming its commitment to anti-racism. They go on to say that they're going to hire and promote and compensate with an eye towards anti-racism. Now, I look back on that in my personal situation, and I had an offer from it was Ernst and Ernst and Arthur Young. I'm wondering now, when I look back on 1980, 79, before I spent a little time in grad school, would I have gotten an offer because of my race and my gender? Forget about my grades and my resume and my activities and so forth, which is what they cared about back then. That, I'm not sure that would have mattered. That concerns me. We shall take a bit of a break right here, and we'll come back with more talk on the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. With the extreme winter weather that we've had all across Mississippi recently, the blood supply is very low. And now it's critical that Mississippi Blood Services gets more blood on the shelves to ensure that we have what Mississippi patients need. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you today. That's msblood.com. msblood.com. Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so, then you are ready for an x This is David Frederick with Frederick Sales and Service. And if you're ready, now is the time to take advantage of special Exmark pricing and special Exmark financing. With 0% financing and payments that won't start for 150 days. That's five months before your first payment and still 0% interest. You don't want to miss out on this opportunity to own the mower that landscape professionals purchase two to one over the next best-selling brand. So stop by Frederick Sales and Service on Old Highway 471 in Brandon and let me or one of my experienced staff help you find the Exmark mower that best suits your needs. At Frederick's, we are the Exmark experts. 
26 years of award-winning selling, servicing, and supporting our customers with legendary Exmark quality. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment, serving Central Mississippi since 1993. Realtors and homeowners, listen up. When it's time to buy, sell, or most importantly, move, that's when you call two men in a truck. Let us take the worry out of moving so you can focus on what's important. Visit twomenandatruck.com. Are you an employee or employer in search of flame-resistant clothing that'll protect your arms and legs but won't cost you an arm and a leg? Well, ESI Supply has you covered, literally, with full coveralls, button-down long sleeves, two-button cotton pullovers, and jeans to go with them. ESI Supply is your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. If we don't have it, we can get it at prices that won't burn the pocketbook. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910 and online at ESISupply.net. ESI Supply, your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. On CNN this weekend, Governor Tate Reeves explained to host Jake Tapper that the low number of COVID cases in Mississippi does not justify government intervention. Reeves said the rollout of vaccines also attributed to the relaxing of mandates. Friday, we did 28,000 shots in arms. We're 40% above the national average. Reeves said the virus is spreading in Mississippi at a level that's 40% below the national average, and inoculations are around 40 percent above the national average. It matters how effective you are in your state in terms of getting shots in arms and right now our number one tool against the virus putting shots in arms and we're doing it as well as anyone in the nation. And the U.S. Senate passed the president's 1.9 trillion dollar relief package. Along party lines the bill passed 50 to 49 with Mississippi Senators Roger Wicker and Cindy Hyde-Smith each opposing the measure. The House is expected to take up the bill tomorrow. I'm Andy Davis. Hello, I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer. And being selected as Mississippi's Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy. And they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com. In response to COVID-19, Pine Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services is offering telehealth services. During this time, health and safety are important, which is why they've expanded their offerings to include telehealth services for children, adolescents, and adults. They have outpatient teletherapy sessions available, and Pine Grove also expanded its telehealth services to include its intensive outpatient program, drug treatment program. Also, all Pine Grove Evaluation Center services are available via telehealth. Patients may call Pine Grove's National Service Center at 888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com. Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, The Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, The Super Talk Eagle Hour, and The Borky Show are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. 
Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Ian Rhino, the JT Show. What is wrong with you people? Super Talk, Mississippi. Everyone, the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi continues. Gerard and Rhino in the studio. Joining us now, Dr. Mark Horn, the president of the Mississippi State Medical Association. Good morning, Dr. Horn. Good morning, Dr. Horn. Good morning. I hope you can hear me well. Absolutely, we can, and appreciate you joining us today. Wanted to uh, have you on to give us a little bit of insight on Senate Bill 2631. We'll start with that. That uh, authored by my state senator, Senator Walter Michelle, good friend. And this deals with the issue of telemedicine, something that really got a lot of traction during the pandemic as folks were uh, unable, I think it's fair to say, to often maintain their, their personal, in-person, direct encounters with physicians in so many cases. And so they... They sought alternatives to that, and that's uh, telemedicine is not anything new, but it really seems to have gotten much attention over the last year. Uh, the pandemic uh, has been a terrible disaster uh, for our nation and the world in so many ways. One positive thing that I can immediately it immediately comes to mind is it broke down the artificial barriers that were preventing telemedicine from being rolled out to more of our citizens. So what happened is the federal government recognized immediately that they had to allow physician to patient uh, origination as opposed to physician to physician origination. Gotcha. And this is what democratized everything. As soon as, so that's part of the pandemic, uh, these emergency orders that the governor has and the federal government has, as soon as they lift these things, and we're beginning to see these uh, emergency orders lifted, we'll go back to the old days and uh, what we know works well will go away. That's the reason is so urgent that this bill pass, as is now, that the House concur. Uh, the language is excellent. Uh, does the State Medical Association, UMMC, was involved in the drafting. Multiple insurance companies were involved in the drafting. Um, everybody across the board agrees that the bill is 95 plus percent what they want. There may be tiny bits and pieces that people would rather have a different, but the bill is excellent and it needs to pass as is. One opponent, uh, one insurance company is opposing it and uh, that's just not good policy. Uh, it's, uh, it's good for the people of Mississippi. It's good for uh, the provision of medical care and it should pass now. You know, the first thing that comes to mind here, Dr. Horn, is a as a capitalist, as a business person, and one who believes in free markets, is it just seems like this is 
an example where we have such a convoluted revenue model uh, is a good way to describe it, I think, in medicine in general, where we've got providers and patients and third-party payers. Often it's multiple third-party payers. And I know you guys as physicians, you're dealing with a multitude of third parties, further complicating it. And it just seems to, I guess, interfere with the kind of natural order of events that a free market would provide. And that's not a knock against insurance as a concept. I'm not suggesting that. I think I'm just pointing out how that further complicates, I think, uh, pursuit of more free market uh, uh, type concepts and principles in the provision of health care. Completely agree with you. If it were not for um, these non-free market uh, approaches, telehealth, uh, telemedicine would have been a big thing a long time ago. Exactly. It was government restrictions. uh, It's not the technology. Then we do have discussions and debates about doing it effectively so that um, we have good medical care. And that's what, from a state medical association and from me personally, that's been our discussion is how do we make certain that people get effective care? Uh, so there do need to be some controls and limitations. Uh, it doesn't need to be the Wild West, but we do need to allow an individual with a smartphone, an individual with a computer to contact their healthcare, their physician at times convenient to both of them to take care of the needs that can be done at a distance with audio and with audio video. Uh, preferably audio video, but sometimes there are things, uh, for instance, uh, one of my colleagues who's a psychiatrist is able to do the vast majority of the care that she provides via audio, right? just as effectively. Right. There's still going to be a fantastic role for in-person, but this is an important part of a new tool in our kit that we need to be allowed to use, and we don't need to allow um, certain business interests to squelch this great advance for the people of Mississippi. Dr. Horn, why would an insurer, why would a carrier object to this? What's their concerns? You know, I hate uh, trying to read the minds of and ascribing motives to others. Uh, I suppose I should let them uh, defend their position, but it typically comes down to money, uh, not wanting to um, not wanting to cover a service, knowing that uh, if you can you know, in general, and there's only one. The, every other insurer yeah. in the state has said, "You know what? We agree. This is good for our members. This provides better care. It advances uh, uh, the good care that we want to see our members get." So, I, I I think you'd have to ask them to defend that position. Well, let's be honest. Unfortunately, we don't have to say names, but unfortunately, it is a major carrier that uh, does underwrite, I think, the majority of those insured in the private uh, square, certainly in the private uh, coverage market in the state. And and so that, that causes problems. But the bill, I believe, is passed, is it not? And, and it has been engrossed. It has been engrossed. So, okay, I'm not a legislator, so it's my understanding that um, it is now back at the House, and it needs to be yeah. concurred. Right. Uh, I believe there was a strike all in the Senate, reinstalled right. some uh, pr- language That's that right. we find more supportive. So it does need a concurrence from the House. Uh, and what we need to do uh, is have the listeners say, you know what? 
we agree and call their House member and say, we want the House to concur. They can talk to House leadership. I believe that the House leadership agrees with this, but they do need to hear. There's a lot of pressure from some saying, uh, trying to muddy the waters and, and trying to kill the bill. Yeah. Um, but it, we're at the, you know, it's um, just a couple of seconds left in the fourth quarter, and we're uh, an inch away from a touchdown to win the game. We need to get that final push. There's going to be one more snap. We need to push, get across the uh, finish line. Dr. Horn, thanks for that. In a couple of minutes of our remaining time, what do you think about our vaccine rollout, and what should people uh, be thinking with respect to just remaining vigilant as we continue to fight spread of COVID and and getting shots in arms and, and how that might impact that? So there's um, this is the first time since last year um, that I could be as optimistic as I am. But that optimism needs to be tempered with the, cert- the understanding of what it is we're facing. And we're facing an illness that has, we've had it on the ropes twice before and then took our foot off uh, and relaxed and it went right back up. We've got spring break coming up uh, for our high schoolers. People are going to be traveling more. We can get, I, I had a friend call me today with classic symptoms of COVID um, that you know, from where they do not know. The point is continuing to wear your mask when you're in public, avoiding those gatherings that you can't avoid, uh, continuing the cautions. I know the governor has uh, lifted the uh, mask mandate and that's fine. But at the same time that he lifted the mandate, he said, I urge people to continue to do these things. He just wasn't gonna mandate it. So um, he said, Uh, And Dr. Dobbs has restated what he believes ought to be done, and I concur with Dr. Dobbs. The vaccine, fantastic. Get your vaccine as fast as you can. If you're qualified, I was so grateful that uh, when they were, uh, the age restrictions were lowered to 50 uh, this past week, and my wife was able to to get a vaccine. Uh, That was fantastic. Um, So if you can get it, get it. Uh, the J&J coming out, I think, is going to increase significantly increase our availability. It's a single dose. If you're younger and healthier, that's probably the best place to place uh, to put the, position that one. And probably those who are older and sicker still getting the two-dose series, and the mess, one of the messenger RNA vaccines, either the Moderna or the Pfizer. That also is subject to change yeah. uh, in terms of as we learn more. But I think it's fantastic. Um, we expect the Department of Health to be getting better supplies so that they're able to spread them out further beyond just their uh, drive-through clinics and using more of their vaccination partners in clinics gotcha. and also in health systems. So we look forward to it. Dr. Mark Horn, thanks so much for joining us today, sir. Stay safe and uh, appreciate your insight. Your insight. Thank you so much. That's Dr. Mark Horn, the president of the Mississippi State Medical Association. Stay with us on the JT Show. We'll be back after these messages. At 
Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Step into spring and get your planting started at the Garden Extravaganza. Join us March 19 to the 21st at the new Trademart in Jackson. Shop garden, patio, and outdoor at one location. Garden centers, outdoor decor and accessories, landscapers, and so much more. Masks required, lots of space for social distancing and hand sanitizing stations. Follow Garden Extravaganza on Facebook today and get ready to shop till you drop. Friday, March 19, Saturday, March 20, and Sunday, March 21st at the Trademart in Jackson. Here at Woods Equipment, we are proudly a family-owned and operated lawn care business where we have served our community for the past 12 years. We strive to offer the best sales, service, and parts in Pearl. As your locally owned Cub Cadet dealer, we can handle all your outdoor power equipment needs with our in-stock inventory to help unlock your best lawn yet. Featuring the most innovative Cub Cadet zero-turn mowers, lawn tractors, walk-behind mowers, and more. Stop by Woods Equipment, the lawnmower store on Highway 80 in Pearl. Come on down. Let's make a deal. Afraid of falling? You're not alone. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson can help you improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of unique specialized therapists utilize cutting-edge equipment only found at Physical of Jackson. Conveniently located in Flowood, Physical of Jackson can help you get back to enjoying a healthy, independent lifestyle again. Call Physical of Jackson today for your appointment. 601 487 this is the opening agri-market report. The opening of the New York Cotton Exchange, May cotton, was up 22 to 87.98. July cotton was up 24 to 88.91. The opening of the Chicago Board of Trade, May soybeans were up 7.5 to 14.37.5 per bushel. July soybeans were up 7 cents to 14.20 three quarters per bushel. May corn was down 7 cents to 5.38.5 per bushel. July corn was down 6 and 3 quarters to 5.27 and a quarter per bushel. At the Mercantile, April live cattle was up 12 to 119.12. June live cattle was up 17 to 118.17. April feeders up 105 to 140.07. May feeders up 17 to 145.32. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is up 382 points, 31,879. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is the Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. As a farmer, I want a cooperative that's there for me. Not the other way around. A local co-op that works for me and works with CHS. To connect me with local experts I know and trust. And put a global network of markets and supply at my fingertips. A co-op that's here to help us. Own every day. When you're an owner of a local cooperative connected to CHS, you get local expertise, a proven efficient supply chain, and global market access. Learn more at cooperativeownership.com. Winter break is coming to an end for cattle parasites. So start your parasite fight now. With Safeguard Feed Formulations, keeping up that fight is easier than ever. 
Available in blocks, cubes, pellets, or free choice mineral. Safeguard feed formulations are the convenient, labor-saving way to deworm cattle on grass. Simply add it to your current feed and mineral program. No processing, no shoot, no added stress. Remember to consult your veterinarian for assistance in the diagnosis, treatment, and control of parasitism. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Time to talk, but still want to make your opinion known? Well, you know you can send JT a text message, right? Go ahead. Text your thoughts to 601-879-4395. That's 601-879-4395. Use your fingers and join the conversation on Super Talk Mississippi and supertalk.fm. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show continues. Super Talk Mississippi. Jerry in Waynesboro says, I applied for the second PPP loan. Had gotten the first one with no problem. Was accepted for second loan. The revisions began to hit. Now I don't qualify because the second quarter of 2020 didn't meet the standard. That was the time the first loan hit my account. So naturally, I did better. Yeah, uh, check that out again, Jerry. I... I don't know if the, it had changed, but I seem to recall that eligibility in this latest bill, which, by the way, folks, passed while you were enjoying the weekend. The Senate debated for 27 hours and passed this $1.9 trillion monstrosity, and it does include in it, among many other things, it does include... Uh, PPP, additional PPP loan, I think $7.25 billion is the number I recall. But to be eligible for it, you have to show at least a quarter in 2020 that was lower than uh, a contrasting quarter, same quarter, in 19. I don't think it's restricted to just one. Pretty sure you can, if any quarter during the year, calendar year 2020, was less than the same quarter in 19, you would qualify. But check that out. Tim and McGee, I think, is uh, referring here, Rhino, to the donations by Miss Scott, the former McKenzie, the former wife, spouse of Jeff Bezos, a billionaire, $45 billion, I think. She says, why doesn't she just donate to a regular college? You can't do that. He goes on to say, is it not wide enough? Here's one for you, folks. Listen closely. Speaking of the stimulus, stimulus bill, it's called stimulus, and that's, again, misnamed, frankly. Stimulus bill, $1.9 trillion. It's inc- just a really bad loan. Yeah, it's pretty much what it is. You're it, getting fourteen hundred, and it's costing you seven grand plus. 
That's a bad loan. Yeah. Uh, well, that fourteen hundred ahead. You're, spe- you're speaking, of course, about the amount of debt each individual would now be incurring. But, but keep in mind, my young friend. Even though everyone, when you divide it, you're correct mathematically. The idea is only for that sliver of a few thousand households to encumber and incur that debt. That's the idea. They believe, though they're totally wrong, that just a handful of people can financially power the entire nation. Maybe the entire globe is the way they look at it. But I was going to say there is a provision in it that uh, provides financial relief for farmers in the form of forgiveness of existing loans, federal loans to those farmers. So if you're a minority farmer, your forgiveness is 120% of the face value, the principle of the loan. Now, you can call it whatever you want, but I'll tell you what it is. It's reparations. It is a soft form, a pernicious form of reparations. Stinly veiled, disguised, however you want to term it. 120%. Check me out on it, folks. It's the truth. Scott in Rankin County says, what about the Southern White Country Boy Fund? You got no chance, Scott. Just let let me go ahead and enlighten you there. No chance. It's 120%. I'm not kidding you. That snuck its way through. I'm just... I'm a little flabbergasted by the the usage of the word refund and the percentage of 120 percent. Yeah, it's it's actually just we're just forgiven that loan that you owe the taxpayers essentially, but we're going to give you a tip, so to speak, a 20 percent tip on it if you meet certain physical qualifications and are located in certain areas. The combination of those, anyhow, it's true. Totally true. Well, we have reached the end of the first hour here on the JT Show. Time flies when you're having fun, as they say. After the news, we got Senator David Blunt. He's the chairman of the Senate Gaming Committee and vice chair of the Senate Education Committee. He'll be joining us in the studio. Stay tuned for that interview. We'll be right back. Home for Ole Miss Sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk, Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601 345 8090. Fox News. I'm Lillian Wu. There's new guidance out from the CDC as more Americans get vaccinated. Keeping in mind, there is still a small risk that vaccinated people could become infected with milder or asymptomatic disease. And potentially even transmit the virus to others who are not vaccinated. CDC Director Rochelle Walensky, two weeks following their final dose of vaccine. CDC recommends that fully vaccinated people 
can visit with other fully vaccinated people in small gatherings indoors without wearing masks or physical distancing. There are no plans to change travel guidance at this time. And jury selection paused in the trial of the ex-cop charged in George Floyd's death. This while an appeal proceeds over the possible reinstatement of a third-degree murder charge against Derek Chauvin. America's listening to Fox News. Walking into Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is like walking into a spa. With its relaxed atmosphere and luxurious setting, you'll definitely feel at ease. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, you can choose either a male or female doctor, whatever makes you more comfortable. Plus, Carter Sledge has the very latest in technology, like same-day crowns. Find out more at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, our smile begins with yours. You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Hello, this is a call from the Social Security Administration. If you receive a call that sounds like that, hang up. During these difficult times of the coronavirus, we regret to inform you that we have got an order to suspend your socials immediately within 24 hours. Attorney General Lund Fitch says scammers are using fake calls to get your personal information. If you believe you're a target of a phone scam, make sure to report it. The bill to eliminate the state income tax has an added benefit. Speaker of the House Philip Gunn says it also cuts the sales tax on groceries in half. If you buy $100 worth of groceries per week, you are currently paying about $360 a year in tax. We are cutting that in half and you will re be receiving or only paying $180, half of that figure. The current sales tax on groceries is 7%. I'm Kelly Bennett. The 2021 Honda ATV lineup is here to prove it's possible to work smarter and harder. With the power to get the job done, the technology to make it easier, and tried and tested quality to keep you moving forward, the only thing left to add is you. Then you'll understand how life is better on a Honda. Honda recommends ATVs for riders 16 years and older and recommends that all ATV riders take a training course. Are you looking for something unusual or hard to find? You might just find it on HighBid.com. It's the online auction site for, well, just about everything. HighBid.com has estate sales, closeouts, liquidations, even government-seized vehicle auctions. It's easy to bid on office furniture, antiques, sports memorabilia, restaurant equipment, motorboats, even arcade games. You can search for items by name or simply see where the next page takes you. Visit HighBid.com. That's H-I-B-I-D.com. And find out what you're looking for today. Almost 1 in 10 teens in our state report being physically abused by a boyfriend or girlfriend over the past year. While signs of physical abuse may be easier to spot, Tanja Smith with Canopy Children's Solutions says there are other things that you can look out for. Putting the person down, especially in front of others, isolating them from friends, and they don't want to do certain things they used to do. The National Dating Abuse Helpline is one 866 331 
888-9474. Last week, Governor Tate Reeves appointed a new judge to the Mississippi Court of Appeals. Having served as a judge in Rankin County for the past decade, Governor Reeves appointed Judge John Emfinger to the appeals court. Judge Emfinger recently presided over the guilty plea of Edgar Egbert, who was then sentenced to life in prison for the attempted murder of Madison County Deputy Brad Sullivan in 2019. I'm Kelly Bennett. Heading to the coast to hit the casinos. Or maybe just a relaxing getaway for a few days. When you drive to the coast, tune to 106.3 Casino Radio for all casino promotions. And exciting things to do while you're there. And it's not just casinos. Casino Radio has everything you'll want to know to make your stay on the coast an amazing one. From all of the great restaurants, nightlife, recreation, and more. Casino Radio has it all. So when you're on the coast, discover everything that's happening. From 106.3 Casino Radio. Seaspire 5G. We're building a fast, powerful 5G network to bring you faster phones. You heard right. Seaspire 5G. Phones. Faster. Saying it anymore would be. Seaspire 5G. Faster phones. No bull. For a limited time, get our best 5G phone free with trade in. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Just when you think you've heard it all. Heard it all. Heard it all. Heard it all. It's time. It's time to kickstart another hour of the JT Show. Bring your freaking ease. On with the show. Showtime. Now, here's more with JT on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Monday, the JT Show continues, March the 8th, one week into the third month of the year. Man, it's just pacing right along. Gerard Gibbert, Rhino in the studio, and now joining us in the studio as well, our good friend, the Senator representing District 29, David Blunt. Good morning, Senator. Good morning. Good to be here. Yes, sir. So it's been, uh, I know you were just telling me you're pretty busy down there at the Capitol, and I know with your position as chairing, or chairing any committee, of course, is, uh, is tedious, to say the least. But the uh, gaming committee and then serving as the vice chair of the education committee, for the benefit of our audience, a lot of folks probably don't realize more than half of our general fund is spent on education. It's a primary function of our state government. Uh, 52 3 percent last figures I saw. I think that's probably still close. If you include our community colleges and universities, yeah. yes, that's right. Yeah. Uh, the universities and colleges committee deals with higher education, and education committee deals with K through 12. But but you're right. There's it's a big investment. K 12 community colleges and universities. Absolutely, and uh, and so we've passed. I believe a teacher pay raise bill has gone through at this point. Your feelings about that? Well, uh, we're trying to get that done. You know, that has been a priority for the Senate. It's been a priority for uh, Lieutenant Governor Hoseman and, and all of us in the Senate. We passed a teacher pay raise bill out of the Senate last year, uh, and it uh, kind of fell apart due to COVID. 
The Senate has passed another teacher pay raise bill this year. Uh, it died in the House Education Committee. Uh, but the House sent us a teacher pay raise bill, and we passed that too. So we have sent that bill uh, back to the House, and if they will uh, agree to pass it, it'll go to the governor for his signature, and our teachers will get a raise. We hope we hope the House will agree uh, to pass a teacher pay raise bill, and, and we can get our teachers a raise. What's the difference between the, the uh, two chambers' bills there? Uh, they're minor. Uh, the money is not significantly different. Uh, I think there's support, uh, bipartisan support, uh, support in both chambers for a teacher pay raise bill. Uh, but you know, a lot of the bills uh, that are going on right now in the session, uh, we have got three weeks left in the session, are being affected by negotiations uh, on, the, on the big tax cut bill. Yeah. So, so I think, in, in, in my opinion, you've just got to take each bill on its own merits, whether it's a good thing to do or not. and. Uh, pa- a teacher pay raise bill is a good thing to do. So I hope the House will pass the bill and send it to the governor. Yeah, and uh, j- just to sort of clarify, I believe a $1,000 per teacher pay raise uh, amounts to a, a total of about $50 million. That's about right, yes. Uh, the first three years, I think it's 1100 Yeah. Uh, and also the, the raise does include teacher assistance as well as teachers. Uh, but, but yes, you're right. That's, that's the ballpark cost. Uh, and... Uh, we hope we hope it's uh, we hope it'll get passed this year, and it gets our teachers a little closer to the surrounding states' compensation for teachers. But I still think we lag. Is that not true? We are far behind our surrounding states. If you uh, if you look at our contiguous states, uh, we're about six thousand dollars behind our contiguous wow. states. So, uh, and w- what we see, of course, is is real teacher pay uh, is really not increasing, and people are graduating with more college debt. And so uh, we've got a teacher shortage. And when, when people graduate with college debt, uh, they look at what they can hope to make in their job. Sure. And so we, we've got to get teacher pay up uh, to attract people so that we have quality teachers in the, in the classroom because fewer and fewer people are entering the profession. Any other education-related bills you've got your eye on, Senator? Uh, I have sponsored a bill uh, which is identical to a House bill to uh, attract teachers into the profession, what we're talking about right now. So if you, the bill says that if you go to teach in a Mississippi public school at the end of the first year, we will pay down some of that college debt that we're talking about. And if you do a second year, we'll pay down a little bit more college debt. And if you do it a third year, we'll pay down a little bit more. Uh, so those dollar figures are, are going to be finalized when the budget is finalized in a couple of weeks. But we think if we can set this program up, it's named for Governor William Winter and uh, Jack Reed, a former Tupelo businessman, uh, it'll attract teachers into the profession because, first, their salary is going to go up. We yeah. And then, secondly, if you choose to enter the profession, we'll help, help pay down your college loans, too. So uh, I hope that bill will uh, make its way to the governor's desk. I know you talked earlier about uh, the focus on the the big income tax reform bill. Your thoughts on that? Well, uh, the bill passed the House about a week ago. Uh, it cuts some taxes, including the income tax. The income tax is about a third of the state budget. It's about $2 billion a year. Uh, the bill also raises a bunch of taxes. Uh, so I called the Department of Revenue. We used to call it the State Tax Commission. Yeah. And I said, uh, well, you are the folks who collect the taxes. Uh, can you give me your analysis of this bill? What are the tax increases and how much do they cost? What are the tax decreases? And how much do they cost? And the Department of Revenue told me that they had done no analysis. They hadn't been asked to provide an analysis. And they were trying to do one, but when the bill passed the House 
there were no numbers from the Department of Revenue on the impact of the bill, uh, which, to my mind, is, is, is reckless. But uh, I'm hoping all of us on the Senate side are hoping to get those numbers so we know it, exactly what we're talking about. I mean, it's pre- it has been presented in concept and in generalities, but this stuff is quantifiable and this is real money. And we need to get information from the Department of Revenue on the impact of any cuts and the impact of any increases and, and, and see where we are, because, again, we're talking about more than $2 billion a year. And that's, that is what runs all of state government. So we need to have that information in order to make a good decision. The concept, of course, that would be upon total elimination of the income tax, which mm-hmm. would occur in 10 years. So the, it's a phased-in uh, approach as uh, specified in the bill. But we would want to know, okay, year one, how much? Year two, yeah. how much? Yeah. Year th- I mean, I mean th- you have to have <laughs> – and you're, you, you're a businessman. You know you've got to have specific dollar amounts to know sure. what you're talking about. Yeah, so and, – and I think there are revenue targets that must be achieved in subsequent years in order for future reductions in income tax to be implemented is, is the design. And, and that gets a little hairy, I'll admit. I get, that's uh, somewhat of a complex – uh, calculation, if you will. Why would you? I mean, why? I mean, it seems to me that, uh, and anybody would want to know. Okay, what are my taxes are going to be? What I need to know so I can plan. What are my taxes going to so be? Are you talking about from a revenue perspective or an individual either or a taxpayer? One, either one. Okay. If you're running a business or you're an individual or you're the state of Mississippi, you know what? What's my? What are my taxes going to be? Yeah. How much am I going to pay? Or if I'm the state, how much am I going to collect? Yeah. And the idea that well. You don't know because you don't know what revenue collections are going to be in two years or three years or four years. Uh, to me, it doesn't seem like a good way to, to plan. I mean, I think most people will just say what their taxes. Uh, look, just tell me what it's going to be, so I can plan. Yeah. Uh, so the idea of triggers, you know, I, I, doesn't seem to me to be a, a, a good tax policy. But we'll see. Has there been any discussion on the Senate side for uh, possible? Um, alternatives to try to reform our tax structure. I think there will be. I think I mean, what I what I think ought to happen is what Governor Barber did a few years ago when he looked at this and he he established a commission. He brought in all the experts from the private sector, from the Department of Revenue, experts in tax policy, and they they went through an exhaustive study in public with data and involved the business community. Yeah. Uh, if you talk to the leaders in the business community in this state, um, I don't think that they knew what was in this bill until it, until the day before it was voted on. Right. And um, so, you know, the way to do it is to say, look, we've got some goals on how we can make our state competitive. That includes the way we collect taxes. So let's let's sit down and uh, and look at our system and see if it's the fairest, best way to, to do business. And you do it in public. You get information from experts, hard data, and you try to figure out what the right thing to do is. I think you'll see the Senate do that in the next year or two. So that so, sort of suggests you don't think it has much chance of getting to the Senate, this year, as is, certainly. Well, you know, I can't say uh, uh, that it's going to go to the Senate Finance Committee. Uh, you know, and and you know, I'm a Democrat, and and so there are meetings that 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 I don't get to get invited to. So I, I can't predict what it, what it'll be. But I do know that you know to make good decisions when you're talking about literally billions of dollars, you've got to have hard data. Sure. And uh, if 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 I was uh, in a position to you know, set the agenda over there, that's what I'd want. Do you? Let me ask you this, then, Senator. I appreciate your your um, your candor there, frankly. So, do you support the concept? 
of transitioning from an income tax to a consumption tax. How does that, how do you feel about that? I do not support that concept. It is regressive and it hits poor people harder. If you're a retiree, you don't pay income tax, but you pay sales tax. If you're a retiree and this bill becomes law, your taxes are going up. Gotcha. If you're on a fixed income, your taxes are going up. And uh, I just I, in concept, I don't support it. Uh, but you know, again, if they've got it, if they want to share the data on it, I'll be happy to look at it. <laughs> We, uh, you got some more stuff to talk about? Can you hang around for another segment? you got to get back. I'll be happy to hang around one more segment. Sure, we, thank you. We've got Senator David Blunt in the studio. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Big Pop. A Big Pop Gun Show invites you to the Capital City Gun Show Saturday, March 13th, Sunday, March 14th at the Wahhabi Shrine Temple, I-55 South, exit 88, Elton Road, exit on the frontage road. There'll be plenty of buying, selling, trading, gun appraisals, all kinds of gun accessories. All federal, state, and local laws must apply, and COVID safety guidelines must be applied for all of our safety reasons. I-55 South, exit 88 at the Wahhabi Shrine Temple. See y'all this weekend. It's a madness sale. We're back on the lot. The deals are astounding. Really? Stop the noise. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. It's what they're all about. Come see Steve Owen and the friendly staff and find a quality pre-owned vehicle with financing available and a warranty. Pinnacle Motors on Highway 463 in Brandon at the corner of Baker Lane and Vine Street. Online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Step into spring and get your planting started at the Garden Extravaganza. Join us March 19 to the 21st at the new Trademark in Jackson. Shop garden, patio, and outdoor at one location. Garden centers, outdoor decor and accessories, landscapers, and so much more. Masks required, lots of space for social distancing, and hand sanitizing stations. Follow Garden Extravaganza on Facebook today and get ready to shop till you drop. Friday, March 19, Saturday, March 20, and Sunday, March 21st at the Trademark in Jackson. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. 
Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. Gallo here, back tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. with all the news, weather, traffic, and info you need to start your day in the Jackson Metro area. Right now, more of the JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi, 97.3. For a complete transcript of today's show, write down everything you hear. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino in the studio. Also in the studio, Senator David Blunt. So, Senator, just just kind of finishing up on this uh, this discussion about this tax bill. And there's a lot of moving parts. There's no question. And I think it's confusing to folks, as you've said, when you got one piece. You look at the major sources of revenue that being income taxes and sales taxes, and you got one piece going down and part of one piece going up, part of another piece going down. And unless you really take a holistic approach in the analysis, as you indicated, folks want to know, what does this mean to me? And uh, to some, I would argue it represents um, a slight increase, certainly those that are on uh, that receive their income from exempt retirement sources. Right. And then you've got those who are working, who pay taxes on their income. Uh, all the models I've worked reflect that a savings would be achieved for those individuals. So it's it's somewhat of a trade-off, and, and I think that there's some concerns that we might be transferring, I guess, some of the burden, if you will, uh, to retired folks. But frankly, right now, they're transferring the burden to working people, so because they're exempt. Uh, their income is exempt, I should say, for state tax purposes. So I think there are just some there's some sort of anomalies in our tax code, which which tax code is by its very nature, as you know, the federal is ridiculous. Yep, how butchered up that's gotten through was, the years. I was doing mine this morning, so yeah, I know exactly what you're talking. About. So I, I hope, I guess, to to kind of close that out. I hope you guys can come up with some way to work through this to devise a model that makes sense. And I hear what you're saying about it being regressive because it transfers uh, maybe more of the burden to those that are consuming and paying on sales taxes, but I got to tell you, I I did several models including someone who makes minimum wage, and even they receive a savings. Uh, in the state of Mississippi, 
And, it, and it's got some assumptions about the inputs on how that typical household would spend their money, and I would be happy to make some adjustments there. I think we would still show that it results in a, in a savings for them, and, and as you scale the ladder, that it, it stays uh, fairly constant in, in terms of the proportion or the portion of their income that is saved. But hopefully you guys can work something out. Well, the way you work out something that's big and complicated and important is you do it in public, you do it over a period of time. You do it with with uh, hard data that everyone agrees is is the data that we're working with. Uh, that hadn't happened. That bill passed out of the committee less than 24 hours after anybody anybody uh, had read it. Yeah, and that's what happened. And uh, it's too much. It's too much money, and it's too important uh, to make a decision in that manner. I I would want to do exactly what you're talking about. Is let's say I'm a family making forty thousand dollars a year and I have two kids, or let's say I'm 70 years old and and it's just two of us in our household or let's say i have no or let's say i make a hundred thousand dollars or five hundred thousand dollars you know run some scenarios and say what is what's going to be the impact on on these different types of families and what's going to be the impact on the state i mean uh the state is in in many ways struggling uh, yep. the correction system uh is in threat taking over mental health uh, department is already in federal court and faces being taken over. We know what's going on with infrastructure. We know what's going on with college tuition. We know the need for more law enforcement. Uh, all this stuff is funded out of the state budget. And so uh, what is the net gain or loss to the state in year one or year 10? And how do we deal with that? And and I'll close by saying that the, the bill would the bill would make Mississippi the highest state sales tax in the nation. And uh, how you figure that? Because we're at, the, the we're state at, level is, but the amount you pay at the cash register—that's not true, though, Senator. Well, a different state would be the highest state. Now, different states do allow local governments to apply an additional sales tax that that we have almost none of here in Mississippi. Uh, you'd almost have the same sales tax. There are a couple of exceptions, but you have the, pretty much the same sales tax everywhere in the state. And other states don't work that way. You're right, but. Uh, I mean, it's it's just a big, complicated thing, and uh, it needs a lot more thought, in my opinion. Well, and and I'll just uh, kind of counter that with it, just as you said. I, I'll use your words. People want to know, and I agree with you. What does this mean to me? What they care about is how much am I paying when I check out, and it, it, this would actually make our sales tax uh, without layering on local and municipal and county tax. It would it would make our sales tax, frankly, more in line with the rest of the country, certainly more in line with our, our contiguous states, our neighboring states, Alabama, for example, at 9.22, uh, Arkansas, 9.51, uh, Florida, Georgia, 7.32, Florida, 7.08. Those are, I think, unique situations. You know, they, they've got other ways of raising revenue, and they do. And they've got lots of tourists who... Yep. who uh, but uh, it's just, well, it's just a lot left to... Lot, lot to think about. I hear you. Louisiana, nine point five. So, hopefully, I guess what I would say is, you guys, Democrats, Republicans, can work together and come up with something that makes sense. I, I will, I will share with you this. This is a, uh, this is an argument I hear. Uh, certainly, a, a response I hear from lots of just common people across the spectrum. Why can't we just cut spending at the state level? Uh, to offset these reductions in in uh, tax revenues, your reaction to that? Well, do you want to cut spending on education? 
uh, do you want to cut spending on universities where uh, tuition is going up every single year? Do you want to cut spending on the prison system? Do you want to cut spending on prosecuting crimes? Do you want to cut spending on health care? Do you want to cut all those things by one-third, which is what the income tax uh, provides? Uh, when are, are you happy with your roads? Are you happy with your prison system? Are you happy with health care? Are you happy with the cost of college? Uh, you know, we're, we've shown uh, – we balance the budget. We, we, we – in Mississippi, we balance the budget. And when we make cuts to do that, we cut basically 2 percent across the board last year and last year's budget. So uh, we have shown that unlike Washington, we have the political wherewithal to make cuts when we need to make cuts. But we also have the responsibility to deliver services. Uh, and we're in court and threatened to go to court in numerous uh, instances where we're not – delivering the basic services that the people need. So it's a balancing act. Uh, the money that we spend has got to equal the money that we take in. And uh, we also set aside a little bit of money every year, too. So we've been responsible with our budgets, but we've also got to provide the services uh, that government's supposed to provide. Uh, we should also point out that corrections between 5 and 6 percent, I think, of the, the total general fund budget. I think in order of our spending, it's education, Medicaid, corrections. That's, that sounds about right. Medicaid is significant. Of course, Medicaid is always is a big issue this year. Uh, will continue to be an issue. So, um, it, yeah, it's, it all, it's all got to fit. I mean, that, that is the difference in state government and in federal, federal government. We're yeah. to balance the budget. Yeah, they don't – it's pretty easy when you don't have to worry about that. Just print more money and have to just draw it up from the Treasury and spend it however you will. That seems to be – What's going on at the federal government right now, uh, in my view, and, and it's it's concerning at a minimum. But that's that's uh, Washington, and we're here in Mississippi. So, to those who would say, well, can we not perhaps consolidate some of our K through 12 school districts? How do you feel about that? I've heard, I hear that as a common. Well, this is how we spent uh, save money. Let's consolidate some of the school districts. Well, uh, it was a big priority for uh, Tate Reeves when he was lieutenant governor over eight years. Uh, we consolidated uh, six or eight districts in that eight years. I supported those those efforts, voted for those. Uh, but there's a there's a point at which you got 82 counties, and you know there's really not a lot more consolidation I, I think that needs to be done. I mean, in, in the in the county where I live, we have three school districts: the Jackson Public Schools, which. Uh, uh, recently was the second largest district in the state, the Hines County School District and the Clinton Public School District, uh, which are bigger than the typical uh, school districts. Yeah. So do you want one district in Hines County, or does it make sense to have three? I think it makes sense to have three. And there may be instances in Harrison County, multiple districts down there. Uh, I think the, the, the idea of savings – uh, through that process is overrated. When we did uh, consolidations, when uh, Tate Reeves was losing at governor, it was based on academic performance and yeah. what's in the best interest of the kids. And I supported those efforts, and I think it was the right thing to do. But you haven't seen a lot of consolidation uh, proposals in the last few years. I think we hit the low-hanging fruit on that. I actually agree with you that I think the savings are overrated in that situation. I, I think it's, it doesn't amount to a lot, relatively speaking, to spending. Yeah, I mean, so. if you, I mean, do you, do you want to consult one district in Hines County or in Harrison County or in Lee County? I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know yeah. that you do. It's folks a, it's in Lauderdale a County want one school district. I, it's very tough. I don't think they do. I hear you, Senator. Thanks so much for coming on. Enjoyed it. Happy to be here, and I appreciate you. Yes, sir. We'll be back with more here on the JT Show. Stay with us after this break. 
If your vehicle is ever damaged in a collision, please listen carefully. At Clinton Body Shop, we are OEM factory certified with more than 20 national and international manufacturers. In fact, we are Central Mississippi's only Volvo certified auto body repair shop and we are the first BMW certified independent repair facility in the southern region. And our Richland location is Mississippi's only Subaru certified repair facility. Look, if some of the most prestigious automakers in the world certify Clinton Body Shop, shouldn't you choose them for your repair? Clinton Body Shop in Clinton and Richland. Certified by the company that made your car to repair your car with OEM factory parts. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com. It's about your family's safety and your car's value. That's ClintonBodyShop.com. I'm Phil Bryant, former governor of Mississippi. I want to share how Mercy House Adult and Teen Challenge is beating dependency and addiction with real results. Families are being restored and relationships healed. Donate a vehicle today in any condition, running or not. Old paperwork is handled and vehicles are picked up and taken away. Donations are tax deductible and 100% of the money stays right here in Mississippi. Call today at 601-572-7296. Thank you. I got my son back. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental, where we create a comfortable environment for our patients. Capital Dental offers general and family dentistry and teeth whitening. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at The Range in Gluckstadt. This month, we'll be celebrating the anniversary of our first year in business. My wife, Jane, never misses a chance to remind me how bad my timing was to open a retail gun store right at the start of a global pandemic. But thanks to many of you, we've had a great year. Plus, we've made a lot of new friends. We have ammo arriving daily, and you will find our prices to be the lowest in the area. We'll be offering specials all month to celebrate me proving my wife wrong. So I hope you'll come see us. This is JT. If you're like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954, and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks, 1-800-647-8540, or on the web, MajesticMetalsINC.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Hello, this is a call from the Social Security Administration. If you receive a call that sounds like that, hang up. During these difficult times of the coronavirus, we regret to inform you that we have got an order to suspend your socials immediately within 24 hours. Attorney General Lund Fitch says scammers are using fake calls to get your personal information. If you believe you're a target of a phone scam, make sure to report it. The bill to eliminate the state income tax has an added benefit. Speaker of the House Philip Gunn says it also cuts the sales tax on groceries in half. If you buy $100 worth of groceries per week, you are currently paying about $360 a year in tax. We are cutting that in half and you will re be receiving or only paying $180, half of that figure. The current sales tax on groceries is 7%. I'm Kelly Bennett. 
In response to COVID-19, Pine Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services is offering telehealth services. During this time, health and safety are important, which is why they've expanded their offerings to include telehealth services for children, adolescents, and adults. They have outpatient teletherapy sessions available, and Pine Grove also expanded its telehealth services to include its intensive outpatient program, drug treatment program. Also, all Pine Grove Evaluation Center services are available via telehealth. Patients may call Pine Grove's National Service Center at 888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Speaking of Ford, this is Ford Truck Month. Get the best deals of the year on the only trucks that are built Ford Tough. Drive home the all-new, completely redesigned 2021 Ford F-150, the legendary performer Ford Super Duty, or the adventure-ready Ford Ranger. Work or play, count on Ford Trucks to get the job done, and hurry because Ford Truck Month is an event you don't want to miss a new voice is here on super talk mississippi dan bongino he's a former secret service agent police officer best-selling author and host of the fastest growing conservative talk show in america the dan bongino show each weeknight starting at 11 dan bongino tackles the hottest political issues debunking the rhetoric and giving you the hard-hitting truth the dan bongino show weeknights at 11 the dan bongino show on super talk mississippi don't want to make your opinion known well you know you can send jt a text message right go ahead text your thoughts to 601-879-4395 that's 601-879-4395 use your fingers and join the conversation on super talk mississippi and supertalk.fm everyone the jt show super talk mississippi continues don't forget coming up at noon today we got mississippi outdoors radio with the mdwfp panel so rhino you were telling me something earlier that uh oh about some some stuff getting canceled (laughs) good grief (laughs) tell us about that yeah, so if you haven't heard, there is a sequel to the Michael Jordan Bugs Bunny Space Jam coming out, Space Jam 2, starring LeBron James, and uh, in what can only be called ironic, they have cut out a scene featuring Pepe Le Pew, but they've left LeBron James in, even though he's a genocide denier, because he he's all in for China. Wow. That's just crazy. Pepe Le Pew. Yeah, they had a whole scene ready to go where he was going to be a bartender in some Casablanca-esque cafe and hit on a girl, and the girl was going to punch him and make him spin around in a chair, and then LeBron would stop him and say, you can't touch people anymore and stuff like that. What's wrong with that? What about Speedy Gonzalez? Oh, yeah, there was also a push to get rid of Speedy Gonzalez, but the uh, Hispanic community came out and said, hold up, don't be getting rid of Speedy Gonzalez. He was one of the earliest iterations of a good guy who also happened to be Hispanic. 
Just because you think it's racist doesn't mean we think it's racist. So. I mean, I think that's positive. Pep, uh, excuse me, Speedy, he was a good dude. And he was fast as hell, too. Yeah, here's a... Uh... Somebody defending Speedy Gonzalez. As a Latino, I can state that we are not offended by Speedy Gonzalez. In fact, he's a cultural icon and must be protected oh, at all costs. Just look at him. The machismo. The drip. Protect this man. That's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. You know, I would say again that it's not going to stop until folks stand up and say... Let's stop this nonsense. It's not going to stop. It's crazy. It's it's silly. It's a big dang waste of time. It achieves nothing. What does that achieve? I just don't see that it does. I, I just don't see it. I don't see any value from that other than just poking you in the dang eye. That's all I see. And that's what they want to do. So what they want to dictate to you is what you can say, what you can watch, and what you can like or dislike. It also shows just how juvenile the mindset is of the vast majority of leftists and and woke idiots that are perpetually offended. So true. I mean, we're talking about Looney Tunes here. It's not like the Looney Tunes were designed to be role models. Right. They're freaking cartoons. Well, can't you just keep things in perspective? I mean, it, does that not, to a great extent, presume that people are just not capable of discernment? Is that not a form of bigotry and is it basically isn't the message basically that you're just stupid and we got to protect you from Pepe Le Pew and Speedy Gonzalez that's just stupid how did we make it I mean you think about it how did the world survive with Dr. Seuss books that now folks are finding objectionable they applied the smallest tiniest little infinitesimal amount of common sense and critical thinking and they didn't immediately have to find a safe space and blow bubbles and color in a coloring book to feel like they're three and safe again it's ridiculous because Pepe Le Pew perfect example you think back was Pepe Le Pew ever the hero of his stories were they ever championing his antics I don't think they were. In fact, I remember vividly the the episodes when they would flip the script on him. They would reverse the roles and give the cat some sort of hormone perfume where she (laughs) was all over him, and all of a sudden he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's right. A good point. And so to a great extent, it was instructive on how to conduct oneself. Next, you're going to tell me that Andy Cuomo is the model for that, right? He's who you want to follow when it comes to treating the opposite sex. Oh, hell, I don't even know if that exists anymore. Andy Cuomo, he needs to be canceled. Cancel Andy Cuomo now. 
<laughs> he does. <laughs> I got a text here that I want to get to. This is from a North Mississippi mailman. This was regarding the 120% loan forgiveness on 100% of the principal outstanding to minorities. He says, is a white woman not considered a minority in farming? I'm reading now from uh, an excerpt from the legislation, and it applies to farmers who were black, Hispanic, Native American, and Asian Americans. They will receive payments worth up to 120% of their indebtedness on direct or guaranteed USDA loans. And the additional 20%. Get this. Get this. I'm not even going to call it the premise, the theory. I'm going to call it the pretense, because that's what it is. The additional 20% is intended to pay off the taxes the eliminated $15,000 farm, uh, 15,000, pardon me, farmers, 15,000 farmers that would uh, be eligible for this 120% loan guarantee repayment would owe as a result of getting the payments. So basically, here's 100% because receiving a forgive, forgiveness of a loan is considered income by the IRS. So we're going to give you 20% to cover your taxes on that. But only if you are, uh, where's my list, black, Hispanic, Native American, or Asian American. All right, folks, now get this. Along these same lines, the Democrats wanted student loan forgiveness to, in some amount. Biden said he wanted 10 grand. The Democrats want 50. They didn't get that in the bill, couldn't, didn't really jive with the Senate parliamentarians' reconciliation calculations in order to get all the other stuff they wanted. But here's what they did get in it. They got a provision snuck in that would make student loan forgiveness tax-exempt. So in the year the government sends you, let's say it's $10,000 if you're a student that has an outstanding debt on student loans, send you ten grand. under present IRS code, that is taxable income. But not, not based on this bill that passed. And all that's doing is setting the stage up, of course, for passing legislation that will, in fact, send money to everybody that's got a student loan. Won't be taxable. And that's exactly what happened with this quirky farm provision. So there's your answer uh, to that North Mississippi mailman. So Kevin on the road wanted to know about Senator Blunt. Appreciate him coming in. And, and the senator and I don't agree on a whole lot from a policy perspective, but I will say that uh, I think he's a good guy. He's a good person. And I'm always able to have a, a civil discussion with him, and that's the way it should be. And I think the same is true if you watch him in the chamber. We don't agree, but I think we could agree to have a civil discussion to work out our differences and hopefully move our state forward. We just disagree on how to do that. That's the way it should work. 
So anyhow, Kevin on the road says, since he doesn't like the tax bill, ask him what he would support. Or if they would have come up with anything themselves. And you, you heard him say that, and he wouldn't get too deep into that. But it's pretty clear from his comments, you could glean that he doesn't support anything that would be perceived as so-called regressive. So that means let's sort of impose more of the tax burden on the top earners in our state, which is what we have in our federal government. And if it were up to them, they'd draw the line fairly high so that everybody below that would have zero tax burden and everybody above that would have a significantly higher tax burden. And they think that would improve conditions and create economic prosperity for everyone. The idea of equal opportunity is just not considered. We'll be back final segment with this hour on the JT Show. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so, then you are ready for an x This is David Frederick with Frederick Sales and Service. And if you're ready, now is the time to take advantage of special x pricing and special x financing. With 0% financing and payments that won't start for 150 days. That's five months before your first payment and still... 0% interest. You don't want to miss out on this opportunity to own the mower that landscape professionals purchase two to one over the next best-selling brand. So stop by Frederick Sales and Service on Old Highway 471 in Brandon and let me or one of my experienced staff help you find the Xmark mower that best suits your needs. At Frederick's, we are the Xmark experts. 26 years of award-winning selling, servicing, and supporting our customers with legendary Xmark quality. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving Central Mississippi since 1993. Gallo here for AC Experts, where William Overstreet's my go-to guy. Has been for a long time. Family-owned, not a franchise. 28 years experience from maintenance to installation, new heating, geothermal systems, and repairs come with a full-year warranty. You mention my name, he'll take $50 off servicing. William Overstreet's, the AC Experts, 769-237-COOL. Or email directly, theacexperts at yahoo.com. And on Facebook at AC Experts. Or tweet or text me personally, I'll be glad to send you the contact. The AC Experts, highly recommended. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack did not offer a timeline to farmers on Friday regarding the USDA would be releasing frozen aid funds or announcing the next direct aid program to producers that have already been passed by Congress. Vilsack spoke Friday in the closing general session to participants in the virtual Commodity Classic event. At least some aid programs for producers were frozen for review when President Biden took office. Vilsack, who was confirmed last week, said the department continues looking at those programs while also awaiting for Congress to pass the latest national aid package being debated now. The secretary said previous aid packages have helped some but not all of those in the supply chain to receive aid and get through the crisis. The USDA continues to conduct a review of the coronavirus food assistance program. 
I'm Dixon Williams, and this is the Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. Are you looking for something unusual or hard to find? You might just find it on HighBid.com. It's the online auction site for, well, just about everything. HighBid.com has estate sales, closeouts, liquidations, even government-seized vehicle auctions. It's easy to bid on office furniture, antiques, sports memorabilia, restaurant equipment, motorboats, even arcade games. You can search for items by name or simply see where the next page takes you. Visit HighBid.com. That's H-I-B-I-D.com. And find out what you're looking for today. This is Jake Mangum for Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. One of the most underrated attributes in baseball is determination. It's one thing to want to do something and another altogether to get it done. That's why I love the team at Farm Bureau. They get the job done every single time. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Quick shots analysis all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Hey, hey, hey. Do you have an opinion on something you heard from JT or Rhino? Go ahead, grab your phone and text it to them. You can text at 601-879-4395. 601-879-4395. The JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone the JT show super talk Mississippi still bummed out about Pepe Le Pew all right so I was just being asked by our friends from the wildlife group coming in the panel coming in a minute it's, it's supposed to be part of Space Jam right is there yeah a new... he was gonna be a, a a short scene in the Space Jam sequel that's supposed to be coming it's out a sometime. sequel that's what I thought okay and who was the NBA player in it LeBron LeBron okay all right. Well, Mr. I love China himself. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Don't even get me started. He has privilege because he's a big dude that can move around pretty good and shoot a basketball. Why didn't I get that? Or you? Or any of us? Not fair. It's almost like we're all individuals with our own individual strengths and weaknesses. You don't say. That is the silver lining on all this intersectional intersectionality insanity. Is eventually. The actual intelligent people that buy into this that have been brainwashed, they they, they bury, bury down until they, they get to the, the root of it where intersectionality is celebrating everyone's unique individuality, which is what Republicans are championing. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's just unbelievable. Well, we gotta we gotta get those invisible internet cool points and check off check off the boxes for the intersectionality work list. Unbelievable. Well, on the six six two, the ceasefire text line, 
This uh, listener wants to know why can't we just cut House and Senate paychecks as a way to save money. They make about $11,000 a year. That'd be under $2 million as a cut in a $6 billion budget. Uh, Quick math, I think that's about 0.03%. It's peanuts. It's nothing. Doesn't move the needle. Would have zero impact. So just to put that in perspective... If we distributed that money back to the people, it's about $0.65 a year per person. $0.65. It it doesn't move the needle. It's, uh, you know, you got to go big, bold, and address things that uh, would, that have a bigger monetary value associated with them. Uh, Honestly, $11,000 a year for being away, and I'm not defending it or, or criticizing it, but uh, just just speaking frankly, $11,000 a year to be away from your job. These folks all have jobs. Your source of income ain't a whole lot of money. So, yeah, so there should be at most four superintendents for the state of Mississippi. That's from Karen and Ripley. Which one should we have? And and I, I you can look at the org chart. I too agree that it's it's a little overweighted. Probably have more than we need. I'm all for that as well. And maybe doing a hard taking a hard look at the organization and, and seeing where some of that couldn't be done. It just doesn't move the needle. It's you know, okay, cut a couple of million dollars of pay. I'm for that. If that can be done, not not minimizing that. I know this in running a business. I could either spend all my time trying to shave a dollar here and there, or I could spend my time trying to figure out how to make a hundred. You just got limited cycles. And that's not to say that I don't believe in being fiscally sound and running a frugal operation, but also know that there's a point where they're diminishing returns. That's just, that is ingrained in economic theory. It's not even theory. It's an economic principle. And so we just have to be careful that PERS is a big, huge problem. And we're not even talking about it. And I talked to the senator a little bit after we went off the air, and he knows it, and everybody knows it. It's the third rail, and nobody will talk about it. But one of the reasons why we have this rule that doesn't allow a person to come back that's receiving PERS benefits and keep working it's real easy. It's because it, to a great extent, takes the place of somebody paying into it. And you need people to pay into it to maintain some degree of solvency. That We just don't have enough paying in relative to the people that are receiving benefits, because they get benefits till they die. Doesn't matter how much you paid in. You keep receiving them. I think I've shared the story before about Ida Mae Fuller. She was the first recipient of Social Security benefits back in the 30s. She paid in $22 and lived to age 91 and got $22,000 out. I hope that illustrates what's wrong with all these defined benefit plans that is breaking every state in this country and breaking the country. I have ideas about how to solve it. It's too much to talk about here today for sure, but it is broken and we don't address it. Stay with us when we come back. We've got Mississippi Outdoors Radio. We'll be right back after the news.
listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. Fox News, I'm Lillian Wu. New CDC guidelines just out say vaccinated Americans can meet maskless two weeks after their final shot. Activities that they can do safely include indoor visits without masks or physical distancing or with members of a single household who are unvaccinated but at low risk for complications. Fox's Jonathan Sari. More than 17 million Americans watched Prince Harry and wife Meghan Markle speak to Oprah Winfrey on CBS last night, according to some industry reports. Meghan, who is biracial, said there were concerns in the family when she was pregnant about her baby's skin color. There are several conversations. There's a about conversation it. with you, with Harry, about how dark your baby is going to be, potentially, and what that would mean or look like. Was Fox's Simon Owen reporting? America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again! If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. Hi, this is Dale Danks with Danks, Miller & Corey. With more than 100 years of combined experience, we have the expertise to handle even the most complicated matters. When you need a lawyer to fight for you, don't compromise. Contact us online at DanksMillerCorey.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. For the first time since the early days of the pandemic, the latest report from the State Department of Health includes less than 100 new cases of COVID. The latest report of just 70 new cases brings the state's total up over 297,600. To date, 6,808 Mississippians have passed away from the virus, but no deaths were included in today's report. So far, over 750,000 doses of the COVID-19 have been administered in Mississippi. Even though our state doesn't have a mask mandate anymore, the CDC director said mitigation techniques against COVID should still be maintained so the rates don't spike again. I know the idea of relaxing mask wearing and getting back to everyday activities is appealing, but we're not there yet. When prevention measures like mask mandates are rolled back, cases go up. I'm Kelly Bennett. Due to the coronavirus, everyone has been asked to practice safe distancing from each other. The propane industry has been classified as essential workers, so we will continue to service our customers. In most cases, only essential work is being performed, such as gas deliveries. For the safety of our workers, we are asking you to check your propane gauges and call your propane supplier when your tank gauge reads 30%. Rules and regulations require the propane professional to leak test your system and put your propane appliances back into service. The only way this can be done is for our employees to enter your home. With the coronavirus, it is not safe to have outside people entering your home, and currently our employees do not feel comfortable entering homes. 
A time could come when we are not allowed to enter homes, so please check your tank and call your propane supplier when your tank gauge reaches 30%. From all the members of the Mississippi Propane Gas Association, stay safe and God bless. Fire departments have had to adjust their training methods because of the pandemic. Long Beach Fire Chief Griff Skelly explains. It's made it where we have not been able to get together and train together. We've had we've kind of locked down at each station, just trying to stay distanced. It's uh, it's not been easy and not been fun, but uh, we're getting through it, and we're we're maintaining a level of training. Uh, to keep the guys as sharp as possible. The Biden administration is trying to manage the flow of migrants from Mexico into the U.S. Congressman Michael Guest appeared on Fox News Live and said the administration is adapting an open border policy. This is sending the wrong message to those people in Central and South America as they are seeking to come into our country, and the administration must act and must act quickly if they are going to be able to stem the growing humanitarian crisis. For more information, find us online at Super talk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. Before your next trip into the great Mississippi outdoors, make sure you stop by your neighborhood Gateway Tire and Service Center, where we go the distance for you. No matter where the road takes you, Kenda has a tire designed for your journey. On the road, on the trail, or on the racetrack, you can count on Kenda quality. For the past 50 years, Kenda's been building a better tire for life's most demanding activities. Actually, they overbuilt them to ensure you succeed safely in everything you do. Stop by any Gateway Tire and Service Center near you for the largest selection of Kenda tires in Mississippi. While you're there, don't forget Gateway's ASC certified mechanics are trained to diagnose and repair your car or truck with honest customer service. Gateway Tire and Service Centers offers lube oil and filter changes, engine diagnostics, belts, hoses, brakes, wheel alignment, and of course tires, just like Kenda. Designed for your journey. Gateway Tire and Service Centers supports Mississippi outdoors. And of course, we go the distance for you. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. You're listening to Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show. Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show is presented by the Foundation for Mississippi Wildlife Fisheries and Parks. The Foundation supports projects associated with the Department of Wildlife Fisheries and Parks to protect and preserve Mississippi's wonderful wildlife heritage for generations to come. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Mississippi Outdoors Radio here on the JT Show. In the studio, our guest from the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks, Adam Butler, a wildlife biologist, and Chris Reed from Law Enforcement Arm, for the Law Enforcement Arm of the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Thanks for coming in today. Good. Glad to be here. First time in a few weeks. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's been, been a minute. Between snow and uh, other stuff yeah. we got going on, yeah, just, you know, yeah. snow ice. Chris and I don't command sort of the name, <laughs> the, the name presence that some of your your guests have the last few weeks, but that's all right. 
Hey, yeah. yeah, we're willing to give this seat up whenever. Yeah, yeah. that that um, yeah that that was an important uh, segment last week that I guess bore some fruit. Uh, the um, the funding bill is still alive and has a pulse to my no- last of my knowledge. Yep. Um, but so that's it's helpful. Um, we're here to help. We're just we're glad to be back. Yeah, I can't remember exactly. It's been a minute. Yeah, it has been a little bit. We've gone from blizzard type conditions and sub freezing temperatures for over a hundred hours to now we're here in short sleeves and spring sunshine and seventies. So, but that also means that. Turkey season is open today, That's right? Youth it turkey is. season. And I guess we could, you Butler's know, you could, you could have had, uh, we could have had uh, Mr. Will Primos back in here th- this week. <laughs> this would be a subject he knows a tremendous amount about. Yep, yep. a little bit about. Um, so yeah, it's it's Butler's time. You may not see him here in the near future as now, much. Chris, it's not my time. It's the it's the turkey hunters of Mississippi time. Well, when I say your time, <laughs> I just, I, just, I mean, I'm it's one your favorite of, time you know, of year. Yeah, your favorite time of year. Yeah. It's like the old uh <laughs> not you know, time period. How about that? Yeah, it's kind of like <laughs> right. the, it's kind of like the uh that you remember that commercial way back in the day, the uh I don't remember was it Rogaine or whatever, you know, and the guy at the end always said, "I'm not just the president, I'm also a client or whatever." Oh, yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not just the turkey biologist. I'm also one yeah. of the 50,000 Mississippi turkey hunters that are chomping at the bit. That's right. It's that time the uh pear trees are starting to bloom and and uh fish are starting to bite and it's Time to go out and listen to the turkey well, gobble in the mornings. Well, um, why this day? Why does it open on this day? What's so, what's so Gerard? We, you know, <laughs> I I did not anticipate the amount of mm-hmm. feedback we have gotten this year. So on turkey youth, season, yeah. Well, so the youth turkey season yeah. opens today. Yeah. Today is obviously a Monday. Uh, we're on the radio on Mondays. Today is a Monday, and um, didn't even really think about it because we we don't actually open those regs every year. The turkey season, uh, for a number of years now, has been basically the regular season starts on March the fifteenth, no matter what day of the week that falls on, and then the youth season opener is just seven days before that. The youth season's a seven day season, and so you take the fifteenth and back it up seven days to uh, to the eighth, and that's what it is. Um, the last couple of years, last year, that date fell on the fifteenth fell on a Sunday, mm-hmm. and we do have a, a mm-hmm. clause that basically says we will not open any yeah. season on a on a Sunday, generally speaking. And so, anytime that happens, it it reverts right back to the day before the fourteenth, right. which is the Saturday. Um, you know, a few years ago, we we opened on a Friday, mm-hmm. so it is a little weird. Opening on a Monday, but it's, it's unusual. Normal. Yeah, you know we don't normally open hunting seasons on Mondays, but with turkey, it has been since uh, since about 2005. It's pretty much been a hard opener on a calendar date of the 15th, and so right. whether that falls on a Monday, a Thursday, or a Saturday, and a lot of people um, in the in the out outside in the state were, were calling in and. Some email questions, you know, asking why we didn't open it on Saturday, and we're kind of uh, upset about it not opening on a Saturday. And um, the, but the week we try to utilize as many weekend days as possible, 
Um, but when it's set on the 15th of March, it runs to May 1st. That's set by statute. Um, and I guess it's one of those things where I'm just I'm, I'm so close to it I don't even think about it because, mm-hmm. like I said, we've been opening on the 15th um, for so long now. It's just that, that's that's the date. You know, people's memories are, are pretty good because dove season has had some caveats in it where it cannot open on a Sunday as well. And September 1st is falling on that Sunday, mm-hmm. and we open it at like two o'clock because the federal regulations don't allow you to open it prior prior to September 1st. And so there's been a lot of that kind of in the wind here in the last few years that have kind of coincidentally taken place, and um, nothing we can do about the calendar. But next Saturday is. It, we don't want to continually back up earlier. I wouldn't. I wouldn't think we would want to do that from a success standpoint. So, you know, this may not be a bad thing. Well, I may show, I guess, my ignorance a little bit here, if you bear with me there, Adam. But what's uh, unique? What's special, significant about this period of the year with respect to turkeys and hunting them? This is. The, the traditional time that, that you know Mississippi turkey hunters have have enjoyed pursuing the most majestic game bird we have. Well, so, from a biological perspective. So from a biological yeah. perspective, we're entering um, turkey's breeding season. So okay. it is a little bit unique among uh, game birds and stuff that we're, we, we do hunt turkeys during their breeding season. And so it plays into how you hunt turkeys because, you know, the, the turkey, when he gobbles, which is sort of the... The, the cornerstone of the turkey hunt, you know, is the turkeys out, the male turkeys out there gobbling. Well, what he's doing is trying to attract mates. And as a hunter, you imitate the the female, you imitate the mate. And, and it's sort of backwards of what usually happens in nature. Usually the, the mm-hmm. gobbler is going to gobble and the females are going to come to him, and you're trying to convince yeah, like him deer, to do the opposite. The, uh, the deer chase after the, the buck deer chase after the doe deer, and the, and the, uh, you know, male. Waterfowl will will try to chase and impress a let go after him, and then the the male turkey just kind of stands there and says, "Hey, y'all come over here," and they all go running to him. Hmm. And um, there's been many a hunt, I'm sure, from people listening out there in the woods that have been set up on a turkey who's gobbling, and they think they're in the game, and all of a sudden they hear another hen turkey that's actually sounds may not sound better than them, but it's it's real and it's it's alive and it's walking towards that gobbler. <laughs> And they kind of realize the old heart sinks a little bit and say, well, it's not fixing to happen right now because mm-hmm. he's got the real thing coming to him, the the real turkey, and I can't get up and walk to him because if I do, he's going to run off. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so, Gerard, it, it, it makes turkey hunting a little bit unique of all the different species we have here that it's kind of almost like a conversation. You know, you, you, you sort of call to the turkey and the turkey calls back to you and you – you converse back and forth, you know. Out west, uh, you know, uh, elk hunters during the early part of elk season, when the elk are bugling, it's kind of the same thing. And so a lot of people, you know, say mm-hmm. those are a similar experience where you've got elk bugling and you're calling to the elk, trying to draw the elk in. And mm-hmm. turkey hunting is that way. So the the, the 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 male turkey's calling, and then you're calling as well, and you, you two are talking to one another. Got you. And it fools them. Very rarely. <laughs> the success ratios are not very high. Success rates are not very high. You're you're pretty skilled, in other words, if you can do it. It's what I hear from the avid it's turkey. A, well, it does take a little bit of a of a there is a learning curve, I guess, in trying to sort of learn that conversation. Mm-hmm. Maybe some luck on top of that. A little as luck. Well. Never yeah. hurts. So all right, so who's eligible to hunt during youth season? 
uh, hunters mm-hmm. under the age of 16, basically. So 15 and down mm-hmm. can hunt. Do you find folks violating that, Chris? I think in every avenue of life where there is law, <laughs> oh my God. we find <laughs> You're right about that. Violating yeah. in some form or fashion. You're right. So, you know, the short answer would be yes. Yeah. <laughs> some folks just can't wait. And um, hmm. they try to, you know, get out there and try to beat. So have you ever have you ever punch? rolled up on a on a dad that has a dead turkey and then the kid is in the pajamas <laughs> still or something like that? No, nothing of of that nature. But there have been some instances where we have met and um, you could you could tell that the person kind of realized the gig may have been up. And then there's also. You know, officers across the state that could probably fill the airwaves up with stories of. of I've dads. heard stories where the kid yeah, the inadvertently sort of rats out. Something. You know, the kid sort of inadvertently says <laughs> something and rats out the dad. You know, right. not meaning to. Yeah, my dad made a great shot this morning. <laughs> <laughs> the kids are very truthful. Very much so, unlike adults, unfortunately. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break right here. We'll come back with more discussion on Mississippi Outdoors Radio. Since 1920, many great beginnings in Mississippi have begun with a diamond from All Britain's Jewelers. Since then, we've changed in many ways, except in our commitment to our customers. Hi, I'm John All Britain. At All Britain's, we realize how important a diamond is to you. That's why our trained gemologist inspects every stone we sell. Whether you're buying your first diamond or celebrating your 25th anniversary, you can be confident of our quality and value. Come see why, since 1920, the people of Mississippi have chosen All Britons as their diamond store. If your vehicle is ever damaged in a collision, please listen carefully. At Clinton Body Shop, we are OEM factory certified with more than 20 national and international manufacturers. In fact, we are Central Mississippi's only Volvo certified auto body repair shop, and we are the first BMW certified independent repair facility in the southern region. And our Richland location is Mississippi's only Subaru certified repair facility. Look, if some of the most prestigious automakers in the world certify Clinton, Body Shop, shouldn't you choose them for your repair? Clinton Body Shop in Clinton and Richland. Certified by the company that made your car to repair your car with OEM factory parts. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com. It's about your family's safety and your car's value. That's ClintonBodyShop.com. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no hassle guarantee so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. 
Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Ace Bolt and Screw Company. Locally owned and operated for over 50 years. Come by and check out our newly remodeled store. We serve your entire fastener, safety equipment, and tool needs. We've got all the biggest brands of power tools and hand tools. DeWalt, Milwaukee, Makita, Channel Lock, Irwin, and Lennox, just to name a few. Let us help you get the job done right. Come see us at Ace Bolt and Screw Company, Jackson, Tupelo, Atlanta, and Gluckstadt. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. To good things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Welcome back, everyone. Mississippi Outdoors Radio. In the studio with us, Adam Butler, Chris Reed from the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. So we were talking about youth turkey season, which opens today. And, and so we had this we had this freeze. Did, did that, well, first of all, did that affect the turkey population? How's the turkey population doing in general? Are we looking good for the spring so the hunters got plenty of turkeys to harvest? And how did the dang weather affect that, if at all? Yeah, that's a lot to unpack there. I know. Uh, the um, How are the turkeys doing part of that question? It, it depends on um, kind of where you're at, and, and are we talking about just this year? Are we talking long term? There's a lot of anxiety yeah. uh, in Mississippi and really across the whole southeast right now about turkey populations. Are they, you know, that, that, that in, in certain areas they're not doing as well as they once did. So a lot of people uh, are concerned about that. Here in Mississippi, um, this coming turkey season, it's really going to depend on kind of where you are. The north part of the state, um, well, let me back up. Tur- how well the season is going to be is really largely dictated by how good of a hatch the turkeys had. So turkeys uh their populations are really driven by their their reproduction every year and so if your part of the state had a really good hatch usually two years ago is what we're looking at so Hmm. those would be the birds that are kind of the adult the adult toms this year Mm -hmm. um so if your part of the state had a really good hatch two years ago you're probably going to have a good turkey season if you didn't it's going to be a little bit more of, of a struggle because their their populations can fluctuate 
real rapidly over a pretty short period of time. Um, looking at this year, I anticipate the southern part of the state to probably do pretty well and people to be pretty pleased. The northern part of the state, um, folks are probably going to be a little more frustrated, and that's based on how the hatch was a couple mm-hmm. of years ago, how the hatch was um, in 2019. I have to think back two years ago. Yeah. My date straight. Um, I don't really know. The, the question about the freeze, that's, that's an interesting one. We don't really know exactly how that would have affected them. Now, I mean, turkeys live all the way up into southern Canada, so they can definitely survive really cold weather. Obviously, our turkeys aren't really used to what happened a couple of weeks ago. Um, my my guess is that they probably had to burn a lot of sort of their reserves during during that time hmm. period, you know. To survive it. Yeah, so it's colder for a longer period of time. You know, they're having to burn more calories to stay mm-hmm. warm, so uh, they're they're probably dipping into some physiological reserves that they normally might not would have, and that could don't know that it will, but that could set back things a little could bit. Could slow up the, yeah, could slow the process up. where they go instead. Right. Instead of looking for a mate, they're looking for food yeah, to yeah. restock. Particularly there. the hens. You know, they're not going to start because their main thing in life is to is to make babies and to make their nests successful. And so they're trying to get their bodies right. That's right. To be able to produce healthy right. offspring. So when, they, when they're when they coming into the spring, if they're in really good physiological condition, they're going to nest earlier than they, they might would. Now, mm-hmm. we're not talking like a huge yeah, yeah, difference. Yeah. Like a week. Yeah. Week, Seven days, week ten to two, days. something now, like that. Um, would it... I guess um, they're kind of keying on sunlight. Is that yeah? So to that yeah, the fish the and all that breeding season in the you know in the big picture sort of keyed in on sunlight. So right. the so the, a few weeks ago is not going to keep them thinking that it's like Groundhog Day is still winter and all that stuff. We're going to it's not you know the date those dates when they nest and all the sort of stuff is is hardwired to an extent. But like I said the the. The, their physiological condition can dictate that a little bit one okay. way or another. And so coming in, we had a late winter, big hard freeze. They had to burn a lot of energy, you know, so they may well be a little right. bit behind. And because of that, the the, the, the gobblers, the toms are going to probably be a right. little bit behind too. So say all that to say, you know, if, if you don't hear a lot of turkeys this week, don't get too discouraged because they may still be mm-hmm. a little bit in winter mode, not quite where they would normally be. Hmm. So, uh, what about the other wildlife as far as the freeze and the weather? Pro- probably a lot the same. You know, um, almost any species you can can think of probably had to burn a lot more calories, you know, or burned a lot more calories because of the freeze. So they're they're going to be a little bit more stressed than they normally would. You know, generally with most wildlife species here in Mississippi. Late winter is really not a, a super high stress period the yeah. way it would be in other parts of the country. You know, you go up into Maine or Montana or something like that, um, you know, deer often die because of winter stress. Yeah. Um, and, and likewise with a lot of other species, that's usually not going to be the case in the Deep South. We just don't have hard winters that way. Yeah. But, you know, that freeze a couple of weeks ago, it was, you know, essentially iced over for what – Four, four or five days, depending on where yeah. you were at in the state. So, um, you know, they were definitely having to burn more calories to stay warm, and certain food resources probably weren't quite as available. So, I imagine but you're not you're not um, what you're not saying is that due to the cold weather, you're gonna 
allow folks to go in and feed and all that to get them some nutrients and minerals back in their system. Well, I'm saying they they probably didn't have to have it to survive the yeah. way you know the way a deer would or a right. raccoon would or yeah. a squirrel would in in you know Montana or Minnesota or somewhere. But they probably did get a little bit more stressed than they normally. Right. Would at this and, time and I of the say year. that kind of I know we're maybe coming up to a break in a in a second, but um, you know people they want to pour the food and the protein to the deer, mm-hmm. and we get a bunch of questions about that. Well, I want to feed my my deer and I want to keep those animals healthy on my property, but at the same time I still want to be up turkey hunt. Mm. And you know we we've kind of walked into this a few years ago when there was some clarifying done and and some regulations about turkey baiting and what constitutes that and what doesn't constitute that and you know it, it, there's a there's a bunch of different what ifs that are posed right every season coming up well, what about this what about that and there's not really a blanket answer that can yeah. be given but though chris as you well know the law treats deer mm-hmm. and turkeys very differently in that right. regard right you know what you can do for deer you can't mm-hmm. do for turkeys in terms of baiting and feeding yeah. and things all right, what about this game check law? It's a law, right? It it is a law. It's a commission um it's a commission rule. Um you know, the way wildlife laws came up, come come about uh in almost every instance is, you know, either the legislature passes something or the legislature gives authority to the commission to enact a rule, and that's how game check came about. This will be the third season of it. So the commission in um it was September of 2018 passed game check, so it went into effect for the 2019 turkey season. And um, you know, we're one of the we were one of the last remaining states in the country to not have something like this, where hunters are required to report, you know, what they what they harvest. Um, so we've we've got it as law for turkeys, not for deer, but for turkeys. So if you take a turkey, uh, you have to game check it you have to report it to the the wildlife agency and i know that sounds um a lot of people don't like the way that sounds but the 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 reason behind that is primarily so that we can have better data on turkeys like i like i said earlier there's a lot of people that are worried about turkey populations and what's going on with them and they may not be doing as well as they once were well up until game check came about we really had no way of knowing at the county level at least you know whether turkeys were up or down or or how they were so game check allows us to have county specific data so we can you know at at the you know, fairly local scale watch if the harvest is going up or going down or if it changes over time you know and so that's a really important thing to know um in wildlife management and then it also gives a tool for law enforcement to to help enforce the bag limit which is always you know prior to this right and those bag limits were set for a reason that's right to protect and, the population and you know, I mean, I, from what I hear from a lot of our officers, that it has been used as that tool in the last couple of years. Yeah, you know? right. And the youth aren't exempt from this either, right? They're not. They're not. But we we set up ways to make it easy on them. Uh, the primary way that most people game check their turkeys, um, looking at our data, about eighty percent of people last year were using our phone app. So as part of this law, we wanted to make it easy for everyone to be able to do. Uh, so we created multiple avenues to report your turkey. Uh, you can call it in. 
um, you can do it online. There's a web portal. And then you can use the smartphone app. And like I said, about 80% of people are using the smartphone app. So when gotcha. it comes to youth, we built in a feature there where if you're Make a dad, oh, yeah, yeah. if you're a dad, you can just add your kids' information there, gotcha. add their profile, and, and do it for them. We're talking about youth turkey season here on Mississippi Outdoors Radio. We'll take a break and come back with more discussion. Stay with us. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and 0% interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, 0% interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. In the house, my friend Lee Garland of EXP. What's happening, Lee? 2020 was an incredible year. We sold hundreds of houses. As a matter of fact, and thank you, you took care of a family member. What was so unique about selling that home was the buyer who bought it, bought it sight unseen. They bought it from the videos, photos, and drone footage that we shot. They did not actually step foot in the house until the week before closing. Share with us some of the other advantages of the marketing campaign. One of the things that we do is we give sellers options. We give them the option of assurance, convenience and the ability to get top dollar on their property. If the seller needs the assurance that their house is going to sell, we can guarantee that sale. If it doesn't sell at the end of the listing agreement, we'll buy it. And that's what makes you guys the leader in the market. We are the number one team in central Mississippi. We spend more money marketing properties than anybody else. We have an advertising budget of almost a half a million dollars, where the average agent only spends $250 to $500 a month. Go to? LeeWillBuyIt.com or call us at 601-983-1130. It's the open house event of the year at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service on Old Fannin Road in Flowood. For just two days, Friday, March 12th and Saturday, March 13th, the entire staff at RJ's will be profiling every boat and inventory to the public. Special incentives will be offered on select models in stock for just two days. Factory reps will also be on hand to answer any of your questions. RJ sells top-of-the-line boat brands like Skeeter Performance Fishing Boats, Bennington Luxury Pontoon Boats, G3, War Eagle, and Express Aluminum Fishing Boats. All the brands that RJ's RJ's carries are powered by Yamaha Outboards. From the ultra-portable Yamaha F2.5 to the mighty Yamaha F425 XTO, you won't find a better outboard on the market. Also on site will be reps from Humminbird Depth Finders and Minkota Trolling Motors. Don't forget to drop in before or during the event to register for a chance to win a G3 boat with a Yamaha Outboard package. Drawing held on Saturday, RJ's Outboards Annual Open House, Friday, March 12th and Saturday, March 13th, 1208 Old Fannin Road at the Reds. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. This is JT. If you're like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks 1-800-647-8540 or on the web MajesticMetalsINC.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. 
for the first time since the early days of the pandemic. The latest report from the State Department of Health includes less than 100 new cases of COVID. The latest report of just 70 new cases brings the state's total up over 297,600. To date, 6,808 Mississippians have passed away from the virus, but no deaths were included in today's report. So far, over 750,000 doses of the COVID-19 have been administered in Mississippi. Even though our state doesn't have a mask mandate anymore, the CDC director said mitigation techniques against COVID should still be maintained so the rates don't spike again. I know the idea of relaxing mask wearing and getting back to everyday activities is appealing, but we're not there yet. When prevention measures like mask mandates are rolled back, cases go up. I'm Kelly Bennett. Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are back live Saturday, April 24th, starring the Almond Betts Band. Taz Niederauer, Cedric Burnside, The Vamps, and more. It's a full day of music presented by Wicked Wheat Brewery for this socially distanced concert. Carefully. Tickets are on sale now at Ardenland.net. Twilight concerts at Renaissance are here. From Nukes Eatery, Renaissance at Colony Park, and First Commercial Bank. Tickets are on sale now. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland. Most people think there are just seven wonders of the modern world. But if you wake up with Super Talk, you know there are eight. The amount of information and entertainment Paul Gallo fits into one three-hour show is simply astounding. astounding. Amazing it is. News, weather, sports, and interviews with the movers, shakers, and playmakers. Experience the wonder of Gallo. Every morning on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Mississippi Outdoors Radio with you this afternoon. Now, each week we feature one of the great state parks around the Magnolia State. This week it's Legion State Park. Legion State Park was the fourth park to be developed by the Civilian Conservation Corps, or the CCC, and remains as unspoiled today as when the Choctaw Indian Nation first inhabited the area centuries ago. The park has two lakes with a total of 16 acres of water. The larger 12-acre lake, Lake Tapasha, has excellent catfish, bass, crappie, and brim fishing. Legion offers 15 RV campsites and six cabins. They have nature trails, fishing and picnicking. The Legion Lodge will accommodate up to 75 people for meetings or banquets. You can make a reservation by visiting our website at www.mdwfp.com or calling 1-800-467-2757 or call the park direct at 662 773 
1-800-8323. You can purchase an annual park permit for $50 that gives access to all the state parks for a year. Legion State Park. Back in the studio with our good friends Adam Butler and Chris Reed from the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. So before we went to the break, um, Adam, we were talking about the game check application. Mm-hmm. So anything else we need to know about that? It's it's free, obviously. You can it, download it, yeah, and it you is, can use it. It is free. Uh, you can download the app. If you download the MDWFP uh, Hunt Fish app, which is like our agency's main app, houses a whole bunch of stuff, it's in there. And, um, you know, like I said, this is the third year of it. I, I, I feel like we have a, a pretty seamless process with that. Um, you know, w- one of the things about being one of the later states to adopt something like this is we can look at how other states do it and kind of pick the best and, and not, not take the stuff we want. But yeah. um, if you download that app, you're, you're, you're required to report your, your turkey harvest by 10 p.m. on the day of harvest. Now, if you're using the app, what you basically do is just do it right there in the field. You know, you you know, shoot turkey and enjoy the moment, and then you can report the harvest on your phone app in 10 seconds. And our app works even if you don't have cell coverage. Um, so it'll it'll store it, it locally. Yeah, it stores it locally on board, and then whenever you get back to cell coverage, it up it uploads mm-hmm. it. So um, no excuse there, even if you're going to be out of cell coverage for. A long while it'll yeah. work. That's um, pretty cool. Yeah. And so, what's the value of that? What do we do with that data? The value of it is, is like I said, having harvest data at a local scale. Um, MDWFPR agency has, for a long, long time, um, had estimates of harvest. So, what we used to do, and what we still do, is we, after hunting season, we choose a few thousand people randomly from everybody who bought a hunting license and then we ask questions like did you go turkey hunting this year how many days did you turkey hunt did you harvest the turkey yeah uh, on and on and on and then you um you use statistics basically to 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 extrapolate those answers out to everybody who would have bought a hunting license and so that's a defensible valid way of doing doing that but it has some flaws. So number one, like I said, it, it gives you a number that's valid at sort of the state level, but we don't really know anything within with, within the state. So I know that you know parts of the state are probably not doing as well as other parts, but from the way we've always estimated harvest, there's no way to really dial in and see which areas and compare those. Um, the other thing is, like I said, we're it's an after-the-fact survey of licensed hunters. So there's a lot of people who aren't required to have a hunting license. So yeah. People over 65, under 16, um, if you're hunting on your own land, you know, if you have certain disabilities. And so, you know, we're missing data from from that group. Um, so Game Check was a way of addressing both of those things. The other thing it did, um, the old way of doing it where we were, after the fact, guesstimating, it took months to get that information. Game Check's real time. I mean, we'll see. We can go right now and see how many turkeys have been logged in today on the first day of use season. Mm-hmm. So that's another advantage to the system. And how long does, it, does the season use season last? The the use season is seven days. So like like we were saying in the beginning, you know, March fifteenth is kind of the hard opener right. of the regular season, and the use season is just seven days prior to that. Fairly consistent with the other seasons, yeah, right? Yeah, uh, pretty much. I mean, the deer's been seven days for yeah. a while. Um, waterfowl, we don't because they're. Right. Migratory, we don't have as much leeway on that, but we we do have a youth season there. So, 
Yeah. Right. So, um, you know, that's that's the thing. If you take a turkey, you game check it. There's other other. I guess we didn't speak it the other way. So you can call the one eight hundred be smart number. That's one way to do it. Uh, so if you don't have a smartphone or don't have that app, uh, you can do it that way. And then we also have a um, internet based portal that you can log it into. So three different avenues. Making it easy. Convenient. Well, you know, our our director, Dr. Polis, when we were going through this process. What, three, four, three, four years mm-hmm. ago now. I mean, that was the main thing that he hammered over and over and over again was he did not want it to be a burden to the hunters. He wanted it to be easy and seamless. And and like I said, eighty plus percent of our people are using the phone app. And if you do that, it literally takes ten seconds. Right. It's not hard. It's not complicated. And the more the more years go by, the more efficient we seem to become on these phones every day. Seems so, like it, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, so <laughs> it's just another thing that you can click and scroll and drop in there and be done with it. Yeah. Uh, quick, fast, in a hurry. Yeah. It's funny you say that. You know, just the 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 concept of game check has been around for a long time. And I, I don't know, just, you know, five, six, seven years ago, before it actually came into being, um, the notion of an app was like, well... Right. You know, some people will use the app, but that's kind of the tech savvy people. You know, right. we got to have other options for the for for most of the populace. Uh, but the reality is, uh, like I said, eighty percent are using the smartphone app, and that just shows you how you know how far that technology's come in just wow. the last five or six years. You know, that almost everybody's doing it now. Well, it ain't like everybody don't have one. That's right. That's you know, there are more you know there are more smartphones on the planet than people. I could believe that. Wow, that's kind of yeah, scary. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I could believe that, but when you sit and think about it, definitely in the United States that I can believe that. But then you start thinking about you know some other third world type countries, and you think there's a lot of people there. A whole lot of people have multiple. Yeah, and that's uh, there. There are actually more smartphones than there are electrical connections. A lot of people in the evolving <laughs> countries have to go. This right. isn't about wildlife, of course, but I just know from doing some research on that, they have to go to like charging areas where mm-hmm. they can charge. They don't have electricity, but they got to have that phone, which is yeah. wireless, and they go charge the phone up. So they have to but anyhow, but it sounds like there's really no excuse for not reporting here. There, there's not, and it, it, it is the law. Uh, but like I said, we, we went to great lengths, I hope, to make it as, as easy and um, seamless as possible yeah. for folks. Makes sense. All right, what about uh, wildlife feeding during the middle of uh, turkey season. What are the concerns about that? What can you do? What's legal? Um, You can, you know, so there's people that have properties, they want to manage them for white-tailed deer, um, maybe some small game uh, management, and they have the opportunity to continue to do so. Uh, The issue comes in when you know, as far as planting springtime food plots and, and summer plots that, you know, that will be there and throughout that you plant in the ground, there's not an issue with any of that. The issues generally lie in the feeders that we pour bagged products into, and that's being corn or um, milo or wheat mm-hmm. or any of that type of stuff that you may have for another species, which is fine. But if there is some type of and it's it's it can seem daunting and, and overwhelming to say, well, I can't do anything. I'm I'm hindered in managing my property like I need to for my deer or whatever because I still want to turkey hunt this property. Well, the law says you cannot hunt turkeys with the aid of bait. 
And then that definition, what is an a, what is, what is, what does that mean? Well, the, the answer is, I think most people that hunt over bait, they kind of know what that looks like. Um, if a person has every every situation is different, so there's no way that you can give a a black and white answer. There's not a, a blanket answer that covers every property in this state. And so if there's a property that's a decent-sized track of land and they have a few feeders on the interior and they may hunt the exterior or vice versa, um, and the there's just there's no really answer I can give that says do this and you'll be okay. Mm-hmm. But the main thing to know is the way our laws are right now for deer, you could have a corn feeder and be sitting 50 yards from the corn feeder, right. and you can legally, legally hunt, deer that hunt deer that way. You cannot legally you hunt can. turkeys that way. And you can sit there and say the turkeys aren't coming to this feeder. Uh, this is for the deer. Yeah. Well, if there's corn falling out of that thing, there's turkeys that are probably coming to it. Yeah. And, you know, there's there's all opportunities for, for people to utilize protein pellets during this time of year, which would not be as highly sought after, if at all, by turkeys. Hmm. Um, Another option, which people don't really like to hear, but to eliminate any opportunity for a a violation of this baiting, just cease feeding for four or six weeks. Gotcha. Uh, People don't want to hear that, but... I'm not a biologist, but my opinion on the matter is it, it's Hold that of, thought. We'll come back, okay. Chris. We've got to take a little break. We'll come back with more here on Mississippi Outdoors Radio. Stay with us. Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Batteries Plus, we do more than fix phones and tablets. We help our neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus in-store, curbside, and online to save $30 on X2 Power Boat Batteries. For offer details and limitations, visit BatteriesPlus.com. Hi, I'm Shelby with Two Men in a Truck. Did you know that we aren't your regular moving company? We are equipped to move you across the country or even as easy as across town. Call us today for a free quote at 601-853-9644 or at twomenandatruck.com. Afraid of falling? You're not alone. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, visit 
Classical of Jackson can help you improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of unique specialized therapists utilize cutting-edge equipment only found at Physical of Jackson. Conveniently located in Flowood, Physical of Jackson can help you get back to enjoying a healthy, independent lifestyle again. Call Physical of Jackson today for your appointment. 601-487-2260. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by, see us, or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. You can have your prescriptions brought to your door with free one to two day delivery from your local CVS or get same day delivery or just swing by and pick them up on the way home from the doctor because that ear infection can't wait. While you're here, get your questions answered and put your mind at ease because there are still some things you just can't get in a cardboard box. That's Healthier Made Easier from CVS. Not all prescriptions eligible for delivery. Restrictions apply. Visit cvs.com delivery for details. Heading to the coast to hit the casinos. Or maybe just a relaxing getaway for a few days. When you drive to the coast, tune to 106.3 Casino Radio for all casino promotions. And exciting things to do while you're there. And it's not just casinos. Casino Radio has everything you'll want to know to make your stay on the coast an amazing one. From all of the great restaurants, nightlife, recreation, and more. Casino Radio has it all. So when you're on the coast, discover everything that's happening. From 106.3 Casino Radio. This is Jake Mangum, all-time hits leader in the SEC. Two of the best decisions I've ever made were Mississippi State and Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. Both teams have supported me through thick and thin. Even though my college playing days are over, I'm excited to be a part of the Farm Bureau team. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit FabRates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at MSFBINS.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson Welcome back, Mississippi Outdoors Radio. So, talking a little bit about uh, youth turkey season, reporting uh, your your turkey harvest and feeding during turkey season, and it's it seems like it's gotten more popular, has it not? I mean, my turkey hunter hunting? friends, yeah, it has. It's it um, 
Nationwide, definitely. Uh, it's one of the few forms of hunting over the last 20 years or so that's actually picked up in, okay. in participation. You know, hunting is hunting in general has declined nationwide. Hmm. Fewer hunters today than hmm. there were decades ago, and that's a you know that's a worrisome trend for you know folks like Chris and I whose salaries are paid by hunter license dollars. Sure. Um, but Turkey hunting has gotten more popular nationwide. Now here in Mississippi, a uh, little bit. It's not so Mississippi. We really have r- real deep turkey hunting roots, yeah. um, and it's been a bit really popular thing here for decades and decades. Whereas in other parts of the country, it's it's just kind of getting in vogue a little more. Where else do you hunt statewide in in the country for turkey? Uh, well, it's a big thing for turkey hunters to travel a lot because you can you can you can travel out of state to turkey hunt for you know, r- relatively modest prices compared to, you know, going on an out-of-state deer hunt or elk hunt or, or something like that. So a lot of turkey hunters like to travel to other states. Uh, turkeys are found in 49 states. Alaska, really? Alaska being the only state that does not have turkeys because it's too cold up there. Um, and so there's different uh, subspecies of wild turkeys. Uh, we What we have here are called eastern wild turkeys. They're the most... Um, geographically widespread but then there's other others you go out texas oklahoma kansas there's hmm. rio grande subspecies uh down in florida there's one called the osceola subspecies uh in kind of the intermountain west there's um the, the merriams and so it's a big deal for turkey hunters to sort of travel around and get hmm. get one of each they you know they, they all look slightly so there's subtle differences in their appearance on all of them, and they occupy really different sorts of habitats and terrain. And so that's kind of the appeal of traveling to different places, you know, hunting a turkey. And you can imagine if you're hunting a turkey in Wyoming in the mountains, it's going to be a lot different experience than, you know, here in Mississippi in the in the Yazoo swamps or something. You yeah. Know? So a lot, a lot of people do that. Are there any states where turkeys can be found? You said 49. Mm-hmm. So do they all allow hunting of yes. turkey? Yes, all yeah. 49 do. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Even Hawaii. So turkeys wow. are not native to Hawaii, but they were introduced there, and they have done really, really well. So you could you could take the wife on a really oh, yeah. nice vacation to go. Hawaii and turkey hunt in the morning, oh, yeah. oh, and buddy. then just go enjoy the beach in the afternoon. My friend who did that uh, on their anniversary or something went out there and he in Hawaii killed a turkey when he's out there. So that guy must really have the the gift of gab and persuasion to, to pitch that to his, his wife. Let's go to Hawaii yeah. so I can go yeah. hunting. Turkey, a anniversary right? trip. Well, I think it was the first yeah. day they were out there. He went turkey hunting. And they carried his gun, obviously, huh? I think or they you, used one out okay. there. I'm not yeah. sure how they – I think the, the outfitter, whoever he, he hunted with, he uh, maybe – I don't know. That was – the getting over the fact that you went out there for your anniversary and get to go turkey hunting was more of a shock than actually yeah. worrying about a gun. Well, yeah. when um, I go to Hawaii, I like to play golf. Yeah. But Gerard, there's a lot of people. So, like I said, the turkey hunters are uh, they're a real eccentric bunch, and there's a lot of people that try to get one in all 49 states. You know, that's a big, that's yeah. a big cool. thing. Some people try to achieve. So. All right, tell us what's coming up on Mississippi Outdoors TV this week. Well, this week uh, and for the next couple. Uh, well, no, I think this week. Um, the show has been preempted due to the MPB annual pledge drive, but I believe we're going to be back on on the 18th, I think, which is next Thursday. Uh, so, no TV show live on air this week, but you can check out all of the old stuff on our YouTube page and social media and all of that sort of thing. Got you. So, uh, 
what else we got going on there down at the department, hunting-wise, wildlife? Well, it's what should we know? You know, it's you know, fishing season's picking up. We 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 yeah. we need to we need to start talking crappie. Oh yeah, yeah that'll bit. be that's, the, that's picking up. That's a big springtime thing in our state. You know, it's uh, the it's, white perch. This next few months is going to have a uh, opportunity for a lot of outdoor activities: mm-hmm. crappie fishing, turkey hunting, uh, getting out there, getting the boats running, and uh, making sure all that stuff's lined up, registration intact, and all that good stuff, and. You know, it'll be be ripping and roaring here for it before be we know it. Beautiful weather this week. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago, we were in snow and ice. Oh, it's crazy, in. isn't it? In the house, yeah. snowed in. <laughs> Bread and milk. Good riddance to that for a while, yeah, as far as I'm concerned. We don't have much of a winter here. It just it passes quick, and we roll right into You're right. spring. So. Well, that's all the time we got this week on Mississippi Outdoors Radio. We thank you so much for joining us on the JT Show on this Monday. Rhino and I will be back with you tomorrow, 10 o'clock. Stay with Super Talk. Stay safe. God bless everyone. Talk Mississippi Media Production.